Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Good evening, everybody, yes, and welcome yes. to High on Homegrown. Yes, 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 everybody. Yes. Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowroom.com. So how is everybody this week, man? I am good and stoned, as usual. I'm smoking some of that organic soaking goodness now. It's very tasty. It's nice, man. Sweet. Still needs curing. It's like nearly dry. So. Oh, yeah, that, that stuff. <laughs> you know, at that stage. What are we saying, Monkey? You good? But pretty good, man. Monkey down here in the southeast U.S., a uh, cocoa grower over at Percy's Grow Room, Instagram, high on homegrown, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, man, doing good. I'm puffing on some of the last peyote kush that came down today, man. It's pretty good stuff. This one is very different than the other one. Puffing on the last of it? You, you can't do all already? Oh, no, man. It's curing. But, you know, you got I'm trimming <laughs> the, the last one now. And you know how it is when you trim. You've got oh, the sample. Yes, man. And you got to get that scissor hash. Absolutely. I'm saying, what are you saying, GB? You good? Yo, how's it going, everybody? GB here from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. Coco Grower, um, formerly Soil Experimental Grower. <laughs> <laughs> but we will go back. Chicken. <laughs> but we, we, will, we will go back to the soil very soon. Hmm. Um, it's good to keep things different, you know. It is. Variety is the spice of life and all that shit, mate. CN, what are you saying, man? You good? All good, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. Zombie Nation here from the middle of the UK. Um, soil grower, always will be. Don't worry about that. Uh, what about that auto you've got growing? Well, yes. I have got an auto <laughs> in Cocoa, but it ain't going to be there long, believe me. <laughs> man, what, and how about you? Do How are you doing there, TG? I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. Speaking nice. Fucking Cocoa. I'm... Obviously, well, not obviously. If for those who don't know, I'm a big, big fan of the super soil. Um, but I was in the garden store the other day, and I walked by a big brick of compressed cocoa, and I kind of stroked my beard for about two seconds. So that's longer than I've ever thought. Mm, so the oh, seeds wow. planted there, bro. We, yeah, we're actually having slight, <laughs> very slight influence. We just have to nurture it a little longer. <laughs> I got nothing against cocoa, man. I just don't want to buy all the shit to start another whole system, right? Yeah, so, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. You're getting all that that's, equipment uh, and shit, you know? It's not that expensive when you look at it. What do you it. need for cocoa that you don't need for soil? Well, pH meter is, is massively important. It's not so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pH and EC, yeah, I couldn't... I, couldn't, I don't I couldn't have any nudes, man. So I gotta buy the nudes aren't that expensive. I already have a system that works, so that's what's mm -hmm. hard for me to, to switch. But I will do it because uh, I want to give her a shot. Yeah, give it a shot, man. It's a great medium. You'll love it, mate. Yeah, but no, find me Instagram, mostly on Twitter, uh, YouTube. I got some videos, and uh, there's a website in the works, too. So stay tuned. Nice. Yeah. So what's going on this? Uh, we're going to talk about the news, obviously. That's up next. And then in Grow Guys, we're going to talk about flushing, which can be a bit of a controversial subject, depending on a few different things. But we'll discuss that when we get to the Grow Guides. We've got Strain of the Week, of course. Uh, interview this week is with Joanne Griffiths. Uh, Joanne's son, Ben, has epilepsy, much like uh, Hannah. You know, a few weeks ago, we had Hannah on, and she told us about her son, Alfie. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so it's a similar situation. It's a great interview, man. We spoke to her for like two and a half hours and we had to squeeze it down to half an hour, but there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. So, good interview, man. Enjoyed that. And then for the tangent, we're going into cryptocurrency. 
we're going to talk about Bitcoin and altcoins and shit coins and doge coins and <laughs> shit like that. So that's later on where we're even more higher than what we are now. So I think that's everything. That's introduction done. So thanks for joining us again, everybody. Jockey Chan has arrived as well. Make sure you light up your reefers if you haven't got one. Roll one. And let's move reefers. on to reefers, yes. man. You know what I'm saying? Build your bowl. Roll your spliff. Yeah, yeah. Hit that shit. Start getting good and high on homegrown. Let's go on to the news. Wow. The cannabis news and events. How's things this week, everybody? You, you want to take it first, Monkey? Sure. Why not? Got to start somewhere. Well, let's see. Let's look at this. I uh, found an article this week uh, talking about the uh, United States acting on federal legalization of marijuana and or let's call it cannabis. I actually like that word a little bit better, don't you guys? Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's I talking about uh, this article was an interview with the Senate Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer. And he, he did state in the article that sooner or later, the Senate will move with or without Biden uh, to get this legislation through. Um, I read the article through pretty well. And it basically is right now what's happening is the, the Senate and, and the House of Representatives have their bills together. They've got things that they want to start working on getting going here, but they're giving the president time to adjust to the idea of legalization. And I'm not saying decriminalization because uh, Representative Schumer is in favor of legalization of, of cannabis in the United States, not simply decriminalization. So mm-hmm. it's pretty, that's a, that's a good sign. You know, he's looking at it. He basically says, we have enough information now. We've been on, on track in so many states for so long. The sky hasn't fallen. Crime hasn't gone sky high. People still show up and go to work every day. So all of these things like the sky is falling, the sky is falling, they didn't happen. Now they said that they've been working on this bill. What they've been doing is they've been taking the multiple uh, cannabis bills that are out there in legislature and they're trying to file them all into one so they can get everything right the first time. They did not give any information about what their federal government is is proposing with homegrown. Now I would love to see that. Uh, but I, you know, of course, that's what we're all about is homegrown, right, guys? Indeed, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The U.S. has been pretty good, like, hasn't it, for, for that part of things? Well, well, most states allow it, it don't they? Except do they? Washington. You know, Washington State originally didn't include homegrown in their legislation yeah, right. because they were afraid that it would have, it, people would be afraid to vote for it. And they're just getting it back now. It took that long. You know, yeah. again, yeah, like everybody says, that. if you give it up to start, you got to fight to oh, get it. It takes back. a whole lot longer. That's it. But anyway, it, it's, 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 it's a good bill, good information from the U.S. right here. But basically what they're, uh, we're being told is, well, hurry up and wait. We'll get there when we get there. But they do yeah. realize right now that the, the clock is ticking. So and they basically have two years to get this moving before another election cycle comes up and, and two years, could possibly man. jeopardize majorities and things like that. But yeah, two years is what we got. God damn. Why does this shit take so long? Well, I mean, it may not take him two years, but that's all the time we have. But right now, like I said, they're letting President Biden just deal with the pandemic and a few other major crises that were left for him. And then this they is the major crisis. Well, I mean, come on, people we got people he needs to get his priorities in order, man. <laughs> yeah, but people when people are out of work and they can't feed their family. That's kind of a, a, yeah. a little bit more important than legalizing cannabis overnight. We, we can wait a month or two while people feed their families. Mm. But good news is they'll, they will proceed if they don't get any support. Sooner or later, they're just going to go forward. 
What are you saying, CN? What's, what's new saying in your part of the world this week? Got two little bits again. <laughs> um, th- this this one made me laugh. I'm so honestly, Wooly, Wooly will know about this one. A few people might know about this one. The mayor of Landovery in Mid Wales this week admitted drug driving in oh. nearby Abergavilly. No fucking <laughs> when, way. When she, in Abergavilly? When she faced Clinetly man- magistrates and got a year's ban. She was also fined £120 and must pay £120 costs. Self-employed hairdresser was pulled over in October while behind the wheel of her BMW Series 3. Officers noticed a smell of drugs and Ride later tested positive for cannabis. <gasps> she has no plans to resign and wants to see out term as mayor of a 2,500 population hometown. Exactly, mm. and she her fellow councillors have supported her. Yes, see, it's a difficult one because obviously yes. I support the cannabis use and that, but she's a public figure, and right now it's against the law. And there's people out there going to prison for what she did. So yes. for her to be able to keep her job in a position of authority like that, when it's against the fucking rules that she forces yes. upon people, fuck you, fucking resign, man. You're lucky you don't get a prison sentence. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was thinking of moving to Landovery. <laughs> I have driven it's just double standards, Abergavenny, and double I know standards. people that live there, and it is such a lovely little place. Yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah, but I mean, fair play. If the mayor's into the weed, then you, you, you how many people out to do there? whatever you want? In no, the man. City. How many people out there are being drug tested every week to do their fucking job, and you know they want to be smokers, but they can't because they have to take drug tests for work. Yeah, and this woman gets caught being intoxicated behind the wheel of a car. Yeah, and she's just gonna get away with fucking fine. Don't do this. Don't do that. Fuck that shit, yeah. man. A couple that's of hundred okay. quid as well. I mean, that's obviously means tested, isn't it? You know what I'm saying, man. It's not enough even to pay for the fucking test she took, is it really? Mm-hmm. But everybody else, you know, get locked um, up potentially. Um, yeah, go principle. go home. Have your home fucking raided. Did she have yeah. a home raided? Did she have a privacy abuse? No, don't I don't fucking think, think so. so. She was just like stopped no. at the wheel. It doesn't matter. I, I don't like double standards, houses. man. Everybody should be treated the same. She's getting double yeah. standards here. I do agree with you. Smoker or not. With the double standards, however, I do uh, on a on a more uh, principled level, I guess, of just the the fact that she got off a side uh, marijuana impairment behind the wheel is bullshit at best. Um, best, yeah, I agree so, with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There, but yeah, there is some sort of weird dichotomy. It's, it's a touchy one, isn't it? You know, it's like you sort of agree with what she's doing, and she's not really doing anything wrong. Oh, yeah. But I'm not, she's doing she is doing something wrong in the eyes yeah. of the law that she supports when everybody else. Yeah, yeah. 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 There is there is a big difference between smoking a spliff or smoking two spliffs and drinking a couple of points or snoring mm-hmm. a couple of lines or fucking popping a couple of yeah. pills. Yeah, yeah. Huge. There, there's that. no comparison in them. Now, there is, and the majority of smokers would know, and I'm just too stoned. I can't get behind the wheel of the car. <laughs> and, they, and logic will dictate to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't get behind. No, I can't, I can't Where, disagree with that at all. Pissed, but... Yeah, if you're yep. pissed, you'll be like, I'm it's fine. two different arguments, though. Really. A little bit, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's just that there's people out there who do the exact same thing as she's done and lose a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And, and just because she's in a position of authority, then she's gonna it's gonna be okay for her. In legal Canada, I'd lose my license for three days. My car would be impounded, and I would have some serious shit to deal with. But uh, yeah, let's say if a nurse got pulled over, you know, and 
she was found or he was found to be intoxicated under the influence, they'd lose their fucking job, man. It's just gone. And there's well, no teachers, loads of professions would lose their job. They wouldn't get the option. We're going to offer the option to resign gracefully. They wouldn't get that, that option. Well, but because this woman is in a position of power, she gets the option. It's not fair, man. It's not fair. But anyway, uh, you said you had two news there, Zian. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, ne- the next one is kind of typical of uh, governments all over the world. Um, and again, typical of the UK. It seems all our crown dependencies, i.e. Isle of Man, Jersey and Guernsey, are all introducing new legislation to allow uh, investment and setting up of cannabis medicinal um, businesses within their uh, confines because oh. they, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't have, the way they're not they're not governed by the mm-hmm. UK they don't have to wait for the government to make a decision they can they can choose their own so they are isn't that great for them isn't it great for them, <laughs> isn't so it, really, great for them? What, it, it turns out that we're going to be surrounded by uh, medicinal mm-hmm. cannabis within yeah. exporters and uh, manufacturers, but no, still but won't be able it. to you get know, it. Don't touch <laughs> it. That's right. Yeah, do you know what could happen, lads? It could mean that the old Channel Islands will start going up on vacation time mm-hmm. again. No? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, you know, I might even fucking take a trip to fucking Jersey myself. So, GB, what are you saying news this week? Um, I've got a bit of news as well that's kind of based in the UK. Um, it is a leading, the Work Foundation report has estimated that 12.5% of all lost workdays are due to back pain. Wow. And it is a study into it to see how effective cannabis is in treating back pain. Now, we all know cannabis Very is good. fantastic at treating back pain. Hold on, let's just stop there. GB, how do we get involved in this study? Um, I am flicking <laughs> down through it. <laughs> um, how do we get into this? It is done by the Back Care and Back Pain UK, which is the National Pain Back Pain Association. Um, get in contact with them. <laughs> I say we'll be the best. I'm, I'm checking them out on the internet now. Yeah, um, everybody get on it. I'm saying, and it's Ooh. been done. It's been it's it has been awarded to the Royal College of Physicians. Sounds important, man. Yeah, no, it's it's a big one to see if um because they to to see if it can unlock the underlying health conditions um or help treat them for muscle tear and wear and muscular mm. muscles. Muscular skeletal disorders, scoliosis, alexial spasms, spinal bifida. You know, there's so many others. We all know um, Parkinson's disease, Mm. multiple cirrhosis, and then the the, the big one of cancer. We know all of these. These studies have been done. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking, man. They have been been done. done They have been fucking, they are wasting their fucking time. End of story. These studies have all been done. They don't have to do them just because it's in the UK. And it's the same thing just because it's not an Irish or a UK fucking university or t- if these have been done, they they spout shit about fucking studies that have been done 15 and 20 years ago and they preach them because they say that they're bad for you is what they were in the past but now they have all of the proof that all of this stuff is here why do they have to waste time 
by going yeah. and doing more studies just to turn around. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of pe- it's and it's wasting people's lives because well, people, of people are, being yeah. fucking punished and criminalized and fucking being separated from their families because of this thing that these are all trying to look to see, oh, well, is this is not as bad as what we used to think it was? Mm-hmm. The same thing with the CBD shit, man, and, and with Joanne, right? Like, we in Canada, in my home university here in the University of Saskatchewan, they are doing or have done, I don't know if it's complete yet, a study on exactly the thing that Joanne is fighting for with her son. With a child, it's a, you know, seizure, drug-resistant epilepsy mm. um, that is being treated with CBD with, with good results. The studies are here, and yet the UK is just like, uh, no, that's, or, or I don't know what their logic is, you know. But, but this is it. They, they, they ignore the ones that have fact and then the ones that have, like are fucking pie in the sky type thing. Oh, no, we'll investigate this and we'll investigate it thoroughly. But we all know that fucking weed is not pie in the sky. We all know that weed fucking helps ease fucking inflammation. It helps. Mm-hmm. It, 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 like, I don't have to. Please, we don't have to spiel off what we can do for you. It's not just to get you stoned, mm, you know. Of course. It's medicine, man. Yeah, it's just it's fucking madness and it's infuriating. But it does show that the steps are going in the right direction. That's it, I do think it, we are heading in, in the right direction. Man. It is a waste of time and money, but it is steps, and it is oh. steps that need to be taken. With your, with your places like um, your, your, your back pain clinic, they've partnered up with a, 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 one of your cannabis medical clinics. So I'm, I'm going to guess at the fact that people <laughs> yeah. are paying more than they should be for their flipping cannabis mm-hmm. for their sore backs, even through this. Oh, yeah, yeah. without fail. Um, again, they're going to be people up there with the flipping money, aren't they? So yeah. it's not going to be for poor people with back pain. It's going to uh, be yeah, for people that can afford it. Integral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TG, what are you saying, man? Uh, I got some Canadian news that, um, you know, I, I rip on the legal industry a lot, <laughs> as people may know. But... I'm beginning to get there. What you? even what? is the legal industry, though? <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know, it's it's not the it's not the players, like the growers or anybody themselves, really. Um, the bigger companies, sure. But, you know, the small businesses and stuff, they're, they're mom and pop operations, and they're suffering just like everybody else due to these shit regulations that are imposed on them by Health Canada and the governmental bodies and stuff that companies like Aurora and Tweed and stuff can can stomach because they're multi-billion dollar companies with lots of, lots of money to throw around. But anyway, so BC, um, uh, probably the most famous Canadian province for cannabis, is, uh, is looking to actually do some uh, changes in their regulatory regime for next year. So they're going to start allowing farm gate cannabis, which uh, means you can go directly to the farm or the producer or wherever, you know, the grower is and buy directly, which is Whoa. something that like, I basically, yeah, the reason, yeah, it's Tegrity Farms, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, have they been listening to the show? Yeah, it's I, what you've been going on for ages, man. Yeah, man. Because like the thing is, and the reason I rip on the legal industry again, isn't because I don't like the players. It's because I don't want to support all the fucking middlemen that that seem to want to have their fingers in, which a lot of them have no business having their fingers in anything in the cannabis industry. So there's Mm -hmm. so much tax and 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 shit that goes on. And that's why the why everything's so fucking expensive. But if I can run out to the farm and talk to a buddy who's actually growing it and buy it right from him, I'm all for that. You know, I'll support that shit 100%. So Mm. um, BC is the only one that I know that's talking about it right now. 
but I'm sure other provinces will follow because uh, that's what people it, want. And uh, it will, it will eventually. I I can see in the next fifty years. Mm -hmm. I mean, now it sounds so long, but in the next fifty years, we will have the industry the way we want it. <laughs> so you know, yeah, yeah. The next two yeah. generations from now, yeah. it'll be right. It'll I hope be it's sooner than that, but it will hopefully. But well, like, I bet know, they were saying that in the seventies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right, man. It's gonna be good. Don't worry, man. But uh, yeah, that's a huge thing because between you know the producer having to to give it to the the warehouser, and then the warehouser has to contract with the packager, and then the packager has to contract with the distributor. And each time that happens, there's money taken out of it. There's taxes on top of it. So the consumer ends up paying fifteen to sixteen dollars a gram, and the company that actually produced the shit is getting fucking a dollar for that, you know, and it's, mm -hmm. it's awful. So this yeah. is going to, I hope, I hope they do it right. Uh, help to alleviate a lot of that and actually make it feasible for some of these, these smaller companies to fucking make a go because it's, uh, it's tough. I know it is. So yeah, nice. that's great. All steps in the right direction. Things are going well, mm -hmm. you know? So what have we got for forum news this week as well? We've got a couple more episodes, one more episode until the new season begins of High and Homegrown. That's right. That's right. So uh, there'll be one more with this similar structure and then we'll step onto the new one for episode 42.0, episode 420. Uh, the stickers arrived. So we got High and Homegrown stickers and Percy's Grow Room stickers. So if you want some, let me know. Contact me on percysgrowroom.com or email highandhomegrown at gmail.com. I'll sort that out. Uh, server update for Percy's Grow Room will be this week as well. So okay. I'm going to get that sorted. So be aware. Keep an eye out on the notifications at the top of the forum and that'll keep you informed of what's going on. And then 30k downloads, man. We hit 30k downloads yesterday. Nice. Shitload of people, man. Yeah. How fucking cool that is, is that? That is a fucking lot. Probably more people than I've ever talked to in my actual life. That's weird. You know. It's a lot of downloads, man. Thanks to everybody who goes out there and downloads the episodes every week. Because, you know, yeah, it's not sure. just a YouTube channel and a live show. We do edit this out and send it out as episodes every week. So mm -hmm. thanks to all those who put the effort into going download them. And every message we get about, you know, hey, I started growing my own or send some pictures and, oh, I was inspired. That shit is fucking awesome. I love yeah, getting that. I know the guys is. love getting it. Oh, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. The more and... people we can start, the better. I think that's everything, right? Any any more news from the forum? Well, I got the vote up for Plan of the Month of March is is now live, so get over and make make your uh, make your vote. We got two weeks of voting available for that, and uh, entries for this Sweet. month's Plan of the Month are now open. So bring them in. Yes, man. Go to It's a big Let's month too. April twentieth, Plan of the Month. That's going to be special. Oh yeah. Ooh, I mean, you know, I keep forgetting four twenty is coming. I don't have a good plan. I can enter for this one. Right, so then. Darn. It's time for that, uh, that Stone and Movie Club. Let's do it. This tune's far too long. <laughs> Here we go. Look, I'm reducing it because otherwise it goes on for half hour. And you know how Husky likes to dance. <laughs> so, what's up this week, GB? What did we oh, even watch, man? I can't remember. We watched... Harold One Kumar. of my all-time favorites, Harold. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Goes to White Castle. I um, <laughs> have to say, I think I over over egged this one up <laughs> a little bit. It was so much better when I was more immature. We put it that way. 
we we had a good bit of good bit of skate watching it. Um, I think I did oversell it. Nah, it's just it's nostalgic in it. Yeah, One of my favorite quotes comes from that movie, man. Where, um, fuck, what is a what is the dude with the fucked up hands name? Freak show or yeah, freak, freak show. show. Yeah. Anyway, he says uh, <laughs> when when they find out he smokes weed, he's like, "You ever tried farming not high? Boring as shit." <laughs> 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 Fucking love that. I think about that all the time because it is boring as shit. Yeah. Oh. Most things are boring as shit without weed, man. Not high. <laughs> And then, no. yeah, um, so our fucking movie club, but this week we are, I'm not going to have a poll. I'm going to be, I'm going to take a lead from Mackie's book again and oh, just decide. Hey, that hey we, that's leader Mackie to you. Leader <laughs> Mackie, yeah. I just decided <laughs> we're going to watch Super Troopers. <laughs> nice. Nice, uh, man. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, so. it so is. Fucking manage this one. Uh, I think this is our last, this will be our last movie club. It'll be our last scheduled one. Yeah. Last schedule. So uh, I, I thought we'll go out on a high, and it is a fucking epic movie. Yeah. yeah. I love Super Troopers. It's a great <laughs> one. So, yeah. Let's move very along. Quotable. Bring a few extra flips for that one. Yeah. Mm. So that'll be on this Thursday at nine o'clock. Uh, yeah. Make sure you sign up to the mailing list. The link is in the description of the video this week so if you haven't signed up to the mailing list now's your chance because i'll probably forget for the next few weeks like i usually do so it's in the description now click it <laughs> sign up to the mailing list and then you'll get the key for movie club on thursday at nine o'clock that's that's movie club man sweet all right we'll see you all on thursday on thursday then cool grog guides let's do it We'll leave that tune because I like that tune. Yes. Ho oh, Chi Maggie. <laughs> Is that some kind of leader thing or something? Anyway, Ho Chi Minh. I don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah the leader of the. I'm a bit too young Vietnam. for that, you see. <laughs> the Northern Vietnamese Army. Yeah. yeah that, that's out of my uh, out of my simulation. Yeah, you ain't that old, are you? No. You're you know. gonna watch uh, Ken Burns' documentary on Vietnam, man. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, good documentaries. I enjoy watching shit about it. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Vietnam yeah. was a fuck up, man. Anyway, this isn't the tangent. Crazy ass <laughs> smoke rockets. We're talking about grow guides and flushing here. Have itself, man. So flushing, yes. man. It's uh, it, it can be a controversial subject for some because some people think that plants don't need flushing. Some people swear by it to improve the flavor at the end. But, you know, it, it depends on a lot of things, what medium you're in. If the plant's been overfed, the, the strain, it, it all makes a difference. So that's what we're going to discuss this week and make sure that you understand what's going on when you flush your plants. So uh, we should start off with, you know, what is flushing hmm. and why you would flush your plants. You, you, want, you want to take that first, Monkey? Uh, sure. Um, flushing is usually a, a process by which we're going to go ahead and put a significant amount of water or, or low quality feed or something into your plant. And we're gonna go ahead and try and remove unwanted materials from the media. Uh, and it's usually done, uh, well, let's not get into too much right just yet on, on the proper way to do a flush, things like that. But generally, a lot of times you'll have a plant that may have gone into lockout because of buildups of salt or maybe mm. you have a pH imbalance or something's wrong in your media. 
and and you uh, either that or your plant may be throwing out some some uh, some bad stuff, and you've got to get get your, your EC of, of your soil, your your cocoa back down. So that's what we're gonna, we're talking about flushing. We're going to put enough enough liquid, usually water, um, usually pH water is what you'd use through your soil, through your through your cocoa, through your whatever to completely remove or almost completely remove all traces of the remaining and unwanted salts or, or bad stuff that's in your media and basically mm -hmm. start it all over, a fresh start. That's, mm -hmm. that's in essence, that's a flush. Yeah, so it's like balancing the medium back to neutral. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. aptly named because, I mean, we use, we use the toilet. When we flush, everything is new. Get rid yeah. of all the bad yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's basically what we're doing. A soil rinse, essentially, is what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Well, and when it comes to soil, it's, it's harder to flush soil because soil will hold on to nutrients easier than cocoa will. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Depending on, yeah, the components for sure. It's, no, when it comes soil, to, you can't flush so. uh, You'd hear people most flushing their plants when it comes to harvest time, you know, like two weeks or a week when it comes to the end of the plant's life. And uh, mm -hmm. this is when you, well, when most people would remove the salts from the medium and let the plant just eat what's stored up in itself for the next couple of weeks. So that's the theory behind it anyway. That's but the controversial thing. Yeah, that is, yeah. We'll, we'll move on to that in a bit, though, because we, we just want to cover organics because you, you wouldn't flush in organics, right, TG? Depends. You know, I'm a big fan of flushing when it's like Monkey was explaining to remove some fucky stuff in your medium. Right. I get, you know, pH imbalances or there's just over too much microbial activity producing just some kind of weird stuff that happens. And a flush will like it's kind of like unplugging your VCR or whatever, you know, maybe not VCR. <laughs> Everybody is but unplugging. Yeah. Mm. Just resetting your electronics, just unplug it for 10 seconds and plug it back in. And that usually mm -hmm. fixes fucking anything. That's what a flush in my mind does. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know what's wrong with mine because I have super soil and it's really, it's a little bit more difficult to diagnose being that I, I'm not putting stuff in and then seeing a bad result. It's kind of already all in there. So, mm -hmm. but you can usually tell uh, when there's something fucked in the soil and then, yeah, just blow it all out. And then the plant is like, Oh, that's better. And then you're good. But end of end of flower flushing, I'm not so sold on. Yeah. So, so when it, you wouldn't flush when it comes to harvest time with organics. No, because with the super soil, at least with like the way I build mine, you you sh you can't flush it out. All the components in the soil are they're not mobile. They're not as soluble as as something like a liquid nutrient. That if you put too much in it, then you need to put more water in so it'll dissolve and then water it out or come out as runoff. Super soil doesn't do that per se. Like you still do get a lot of of uh, stuff in your runoff but it doesn't deplete it as fast as you would having a, a liquid nutrient or a salt-based nutrient mm. regime because it's not as soluble right solubility is important yeah um, and some nutrients will be washed out easier like nitrogen yeah. gets washed out easier yeah. than other Absolutely. nutrients so you've got to be careful of that with flushing because you don't yeah. want to wash out a load of shit and make an imbalance in there itself you got to flush at the right times and for the right reasons right exactly yeah. Uh, so, uh, GB, you want to explain how flushing is done, what you do to flush your plants? Depend, um, I, I have only ever flushed in cocoa. Um, I don't flush as a rule of thumb for myself because it is just so fucking time consuming. Well, you like when you come to harvest time, you don't flush? I don't flush. I just feed water for about two, three days before just plain water i don't bother even ph in it no nothing i just water it like normal for three days before mm -hmm. i chop 
and that gets any any of the tastes if there's any any of the t- I I feed a very low amount, mm-hmm. very low number. So I I don't get I've I've never experienced lockout. Um, so I'm probably yeah. not the best one to talk about this, but <laughs> when it was coming in, um. You, you normally you if you are when I flush I flush out with probably five five to ten times the amount of feed or as such as what I would normally put in. So I normally feed two liters. So I'd be putting say ten liters through that pot mm-hmm. at a at a at a go. The reason why I stopped doing it is because I had fucking six and eight at a time and yeah, it can be time it was too much. The water. important thing to do is measure the EC or the PPM or total dissolved salts coming out of the runoff from the part when you're pouring the water through and check that. And then when it gets low, like as close to your background EC as possible, then they, the flush is over. You're just trying to remove everything from the nutrient mm-hmm. from the medium that the plant can eat or use up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to be a year and a half, nearly two years since I fucking since I flushed. Yeah, it takes a lot of water, man. It's like if you're in a mm-hmm. ten litre pot, you want to use about thirty litres of water to flush yeah. it. Right for a full flush. Yeah. For a full flush before harvest, if you're gonna flush before that harvest, that takes up an awful lot. If you want, I mean, create, it can be a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. I have a special setup that I use. Like I take my plants right out and I. I put the grate that they sit on over a five gallon pail, and I just fucking dump and dump. And it's pouring out of the bottom of that shit like like solid streams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to drown your plant. Like if you have really bad drainage and you're thinking to flush, and the plant is going to stay like really, really wet and saturated, that's probably not the best thing to do. Um, you want to have good drainage, otherwise the plant, the roots will literally drown, mm-hmm. lack of oxygen. But yeah, flushing is you need a fair bit of water to to really get all the shit out, and at least for a fixing type of flush, you know, not so much for the end of life flush. Something. I think green beard, like the way you do it, you, you should stop feeding for the last uh, week or whatever it is. That, yeah, it's not I even mean, for a week, bro. It's that is effectively a, a flush, right? Because you're mm-hmm. slowly, you're just slowly flushing by re- yeah, slowly removing. That's kind of what I do, except GB is only doing it for three days. Like on this peyote kush, the last one I pulled, it was two weeks of just water, straight, okay, straight yeah. rainwater, nothing done. Plug it in, let it go, and it finished beautifully. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but it's a slow. I mean, I, I would kind of would call that a slow flush. Yeah, because I'm, I'm getting about twenty percent run through each time I water it, and so over over time. There's, there's almost nothing yeah, it left. will eventually wash it out yeah exactly and i'm so saying uh zim what are you saying back there man what do you think about flushing i don't really flush um I, I, I don't get to the position that i need to to be honest not mid-grow anyway right um because I'm, I'm i've kind of sussed out the 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 what's it's with my dutch pro so i know roughly whereabouts at the plant i'm feeding what um, right. So it's not a scientific thing anymore. It's more of a, a muscle memory. But end of life flush, I'm quite, I'm quite, um, yeah, I'm into them in a big way because I like my leaves to be going a bit yellow. Hmm. So when I actually get down to smoking it, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm not tasting massive amounts of green. Um, right. But that's about the only. So one how long do you flush I'm, for then when you get to the harvest? Well, I'm kind of the same as monkey as it goes. I kind of think. I'm about two weeks away from the end, right? And I start on just pure water. Regardless, so do you do, when you do that, do you just buy what 
stage for trichomes are at. Well, if you reach it, like 90% if, uh, if they're milky. starting to go cloudy, um, that that's kind of like a little bit early, I think. I kind of wait until they're all maybe 50% cloudy, but I don't finish the flush until I've got about 5% amber. Right. Um, and then my, my plants are happy, I know, and I'm happy too. And then they, they carry on like ambering when they're curing. So I'm looking at 5 to 10% really. So it's like baking a cake, really, isn't it? <laughs> is it's, it? Yeah. it's individual. It's it's everybody has their own little ways and tips yeah, yeah. and tricks to do on it. Yeah, that's it. I've harvested plants without flushing it at all, and it's been fine. Yeah. And this is where the controversy comes in. It's like, is flushing even necessary? And say, is it beneficial like, to the plant at all? No. I don't <laughs> think so either. There's been a few studies, you know, like Jonathan Stemeroff from the University of Guelph in 2017 did his master's thesis on uh, the irrigation management strategies for medical cannabis in controlled environments. And a part of that study looked at flushing and he analyzed flushed tissue versus non-flushed tissue. And it showed no difference in the actual NPK magnesium, all the different valleys of the stuff that's supposedly being pulled out. No difference between flushed and non-flushed. And if you go to Migros channel, Shane talked with uh, the... There's two ladies from RX Green Technologies. Uh, I recommend watching that video all about flushing. They did a study that showed the exact same thing. So, mm -hmm. so typically, I've, I don't know. I've currently got like, what, three, uh, three or four, I can't remember, um, plants that are right at the end of their, their what's it. And um, one of them, I'm not like, one of them's in uh, Sowum. So I'm not like, I'm only feeding that water anyway. So the leaves aren't going green on that at all, aren't disappearing green on that one at all. But the other two, the green's going out of the leaves massively. So flushing must be having some form of impact or not feeding, should I say. Mm. Because well, they're in last, Panatera. This last uh, peyote kush grow, I had one, one of the plants uh, had one cola that was throwing nanners. So it was Herman, I had to get it out of there. That plant of course did not have any flush. It was only about a week early. Um, I pulled it. And then shortly after that, I put the other plant on only water and it ran for a couple weeks plus maybe on all water, pulled it. Comparing the two, uh, the quality of the smoke on the, the one that was on water only for two weeks is so much smoother. The other one was still way too green, didn't have a time to burn that chlorophyll off or anything mm. like that. Mm. So in that respect, I think the flush maybe didn't pull any salts out of the plant, but certainly let the plant mature a little bit differently. Yeah. A long flush is the problem, I think. It's like when people flush for two or three weeks, a long flush where right. you starve the plant at them crucial moments of the plant's life. You know, it's making flowers. It needs food. Right. Yeah, so to starve sure. it then, I don't think it's a good idea because you're missing out on terpenes and things like that. Let's say like Keeping, a week at the end where when the plant looks done, you know, when it's already going yellow on its own. That's, because it's that's exactly you know? what I wanted to talk about because these plants, it's it's like Chilbert mentioned, it's called senescence. You know, do when they come to the end of their lives, they just naturally die. They'll go yellow no matter how much fucking nitrogen or whatever you're putting into them. They just, that's they right, don't, yeah. they, they die. They're annual plants. They don't live forever unless you veg them forever, which you aren't if you're flowering them. So mm -hmm. right now, my uh, my micro test with my 8472s, they're yellow as shit. Mm. And I've like, the super soil still has adequate nutrients. They just aren't eating anymore because they're old and dead. It's just like shutting down, people, isn't it? 
yeah that's, that's what plants do so be careful with that right yeah make sure the plants are going yellow naturally rather than starving them because they yeah. need that food to produce sure. things if they don't okay. have it then they won't produce what they good that they are not at their full potential you know mm-hmm. yep. keep things available to them for as long as possible yeah try it out yourself you know try flushing you know you could most people grow more than one plant try flushing one and not flushing the other or give well, one I a two week flushing one on one what happened i i done that test only not my last grow it was on the grow before that was with two i can't remember what strain it was it's not too important either way no that's not important um and i honestly found no difference mm. no difference when they first came out of the tent i did notice that the the plant that i didn't flush was that teeny bit harsher it was harsh anyway because yeah. it was straight out of the tent teeny mm. bit harsher that, that's the chlorophyll after well, a bit it? of the, yeah mm. after the bit of the cure and everything mm-hmm. could not tell the difference at all and that's why i stopped because it was taking me an hour an hour just to do one plant yeah and I said, I just don't have. The and that's time, the thing as well. Patience. That's the important thing when it comes to the drying period. If you don't dry it properly, it's going to be harsh, regardless of how long mm. you flushed it for, yep. because the chlorophyll will be trapped in the buds. You know, so you need to dry it properly, slowly, and cure the buds as well, and then you'll get a nice texture and smell out yeah. of it. Because you need to break down that chlorophyll. If that chlorophyll is trapped in there and it's not broken down because it dried too fast, then it's going to be harsh. It's a kind of a shitty comparison, but think about when you burn, if you've ever burnt leaves from a tree, brown leaves, while they still smoke and stuff, they, they burn a hell of a lot better than green leaves. And green leaves have a lot of chlorophyll and moisture and other shit that mm-hmm. yeah. cannabis, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really translate, but it's kind of a, a useful model in your head to, to think about in that sense. And that's, I think, what's happening with cannabis. It's just, there's shit in there that, yeah, doesn't really burn properly, whether it's water and chlorophyll and incomplete combustion and then you get that harsh nasty green taste and the black ash and shit but that is another important point as well um if you've been overfeeding your plants and they're suffering toxicity towards the end then Mm. you want to give them a long flush to try and because if they're thick dark green it means they've got a a lot of chlorophyll built up in there so if you remove a bit of the nitrogen not completely but you know reduce it so the plants being fed at a normal rate then that will reduce the amount of chlorophyll at the end as well. Yeah. But just don't overfeed I, your plant all the way through. Do you guys ever, um, when you pull a leaf off or something, you ever taste the water that comes out of the pedial stem there? Yeah, yeah. Some Sometimes I feel like the it's really bitter sometimes, and I feel like the bitter stuff, I don't know, I, like to me, because the plant, you know, the water, the, ch- the way the water works is it's it's a carrier, right, of all the different shit as it flows mm-hmm. through the plant. Yeah. So if there's bitterness, that tells me there's a bunch more shit in it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that shit is, but probably you don't want that in finished. It's just uh, not ripe, in it? It's like yeah, if it eats an orange like... before it's ripe. It's sour as fuck. <laughs> just, yeah, but something... when it's good, you know, yeah. then it's a, it's a nice, smooth juiciness. Yeah. It's just another way of telling if it's ripe or not, you know. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else tastes the water of their leaves. But... Yeah, man, I do. I do. I'm it's a good way to tell. Anything either, but yeah, just one of them things we, we just do our own separate things to figure out when shit's done. You know, 
But yeah, a good way to tell when the plant needs flushing is just wait until it starts looking like it's ending its life and then give it a few days, maybe a week, depending yeah. on how overfed it is. If it's massively overfed, maybe you want to give it a bit longer. You don't want too much in there. But the drying and curing is most important. That's the important thing. Dry slowly and cure long if you can. <laughs> you know, sometimes you do need to speed dry that, but... Poster bud. Yeah. There's just a few buds, you know. Speed dry a few buds. <laughs> but that's about it for flushing, I think. Is there anything we're missing here? Um, no, I think that is it for flushing. Will we just we grab a couple of the quick questions that we have? Yeah, there? yeah, let's go for that. Uh, we go Mistars or Mr. Wes, not Mistars. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I know I'm terrible. Sorry, but take into account. I have fucking dyslexia as well, so... <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, next, you know. You know what it is now. Oh, he's... I know what you fucking know. I know my own name, but I fucking spell it wrong. You know, <laughs> any tips and suggestions for hiding the plant for 24 hours? He's very close to harvest. He's trying to avoid the chop. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. mm. Where there's no sockets if it's an electrical inspection. Well, he, wants to, he wants to hide oh, it. hide yeah. Who's it? Have you got a gas mine coming or do you like yeah, let us know who you're hiding from, man? That that will help. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, what else was it? Was, um, hiding and it from then the we have um, no chance. We have a new a new listener. I haven't seen the name before. Whitewood Genetics. He has a fairly fairly long one, so you're gonna have to listen to this, right? So he is on day 15 of flower. Currently, he's doing a breeding program with bubble gum and a bunch of other strains. This morning, his male shows white hairs on the top of two of the top two inches. Oh, right. He's, he's cut the top, and I want to know if it's okay to continue with the, pro the project. Oh, I wouldn't use male pollen from a plant by showing male and female tendencies. Nah, normally. Yeah. <laughs> That's dodgy looking, that yeah. is. But and it's it's a shame because the two males are fucking oil and sweet skunk. Well, TG knows skunk. best though. What are you saying, TG? Mm. I've had that happen to me before, man. And I took a bunch of pictures and I posted them. I was like, oh my god, look at that. And I did exactly what you guys just said. I tossed it. Um, however, there are some theories that a male plant that is just wants to be female so bad. Um, and does ex express some of those quote-unquote hermy traits in the opposite kind of way of, of, our, of what we're used to may not be a bad thing but actually might be like even more powerful or something it'll give you but I don't know I mean that's that's one of those Good. things that I've only heard a few times from a few people that I, I respect but I've never really heard repeated by anybody so I, in my, I, I, I would err on the side of no but mm. maybe do some deep dark research in some forums if you can mm -hmm. <laughs> it would yeah. have been a very woke person who wrote that as well to you she just <laughs> thinks everybody should have it. well yeah it, it's a weird <laughs> one though man like and i know it's uh but yeah yeah um, i, I, I don't know, know i i it, if, if they're if they can express like a lot of resin then that's a really good thing but the mm. the, the stigma um i'm not Totally sold on that, but definitely warranted some more research. Warranted some more mm. research. You see, because that's what Mr. He Wes says, there he as says well. That... Let's finish off uh, Mr. Wes. He said it's family, unfortunately. It's like, mate, there's a global pandemic going on. Tell him you got symptoms. They can't come around until it's done. Simple as that. It's your house, bro. Yeah, exactly. Tell them that. Tell that's just the way it is, man. You, you know, 
like, don't come around, don't come around, man. I got, I got, I got symptoms. Help. <laughs> I think that's a good that's idea. Quite a good one. Everybody actually. fucking full across the board if you have to get around the fucking an inspection. Just yeah, so it will work on any, on everybody, especially on you. And you're a smoker, so you can pull off a convincing cough, no doubt. Yeah, cough, no problem. So. He is saying that his light is flawless. Oh no, his climate is flawless and his light is far enough away. Yeah, yeah. No, mine um, was too. The only it. thing that he is thinking is maybe did he feed a bit too much back guano last week? Mm-hmm. Is phosphorus known to appear in her- hemorrhagic tra- traits? I've never known it to happen. I've never known it either. Well, the thing is, is uh, back guano can, can be really acidic or alkaline, whichever one, I'm not too sure. But anyway, it will be not the correct pH. So when you use it, if you pour that shit into the medium and it changes the pH of the medium, there's going to be problems with it absorbing all kinds of food. I've, I've noticed that was an issue with back, uh, back guano when I was using it before. Yeah. Add some of that to the water and the pH is fucked. It could be, yeah. The plant is responding to... And you know when you top dress that shit as well because you've already pH your water and then you top dress but that actual water going into the medium then is it's a completely different pH yeah. and that can really fuck things up man you have to be careful with it. In my gut gut feeling reaction um, which means nothing because I've only ever had to happen to me once I feel like it's genetics just some of them mm. just do that they they're weird um, which doesn't really make sense in the sense well, other than like a Gorilla Glue type thing is, is prone to Hermie regardless of perfect conditions, you know, certain strains do. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You don't really see a lot of males grown out, you know, so there's, I feel like there's not nearly as much, you know, quote unquote research to, to draw on for this specific question, but it's a really good question. I'm interested in the answers too, so. Um, Matthew Alton was saying that I honestly can't wait to start sick of doing street crap and the boys here know their stuff 100 times better than street crap they say there's a different level altogether you won't, oh yeah you won't really know what we're talking about until you've experienced it yourself when you buy weed you are buying the shit buds from the grower the, the mm. grower keeps the good shit for himself yeah. you'll see you'll see mm-hmm. yeah, different level. That. it's you you're buying if you're buying off the street if they're buying from someone in from say a distro in Spain or in Canada or in those those big places, they fast freeze mm-hmm. their buds and they fast dry their buds. So the buds that you're getting, they're losing so much quality, so yeah. much they're, they're losing so much. Yeah. Yeah. fresh buds, and man. that's what fresh you're, you're losing. Yeah. Fresh secured. First time my friends smelled properly cured buds and they got that aroma of potpourri coming off of the buds. They couldn't oh, yeah. that was weed. Flash frozen bud is only good for making, for pressing, in my opinion, or extraction. Like, I, I told you, I told you about my stuff. I gave I gave a, a little bag to a friend of mine. I, told, I said it, I said, look here, you have to try this. This at me mate got me this the other day. He's fucking savage. He said he had neighbors from two doors down sticking their heads up over the wall, shouting up, going, oh, I can't hear. Where did you get that, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you know? like... uh, seems to still have problems there. Unfortunately, I'm hosting the twat. That ratted me out. Oof. Why? Oh, Why? I don't uh, understand, mate. Why are you hosting them? <laughs> Fuck that, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, family's family. I'm sure you've got reasons. How, how about if, if it's only family coming, you could, you 
if you have a, a loft, if it's not too cold, you could set up a small little fucking makeshift thing in a cardboard box. The big important question is, do they Take have a key? The if they don't have a key, don't answer the door. <laughs> but that that's that's a, a, a quick and easy thing. Into the attic. You'd so be it's not answering the door, bro. <laughs> you, you said it was really close to being done, though, right? Yeah. Close. Yeah. If it's like a few days, then I would just fucking throw it anywhere that is not going to be. I mean, yeah, true, true. Yeah. It's not but really going to be on gross seed in a week. No, no. You know? No. No, it takes a lot longer than that. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, depending on how long you got, yeah. Um, huh. Gunner says the street weedy used to to three weeks. the guy would pinch the top of each of the buds. Yeah, I've had somebody do that as well. My gosh, two three weeks now. You gotta try and push That's... that a little bit, a little, little bit longer, Mister yeah. I mean, you definitely want to get them back in there after this, but yeah, yeah. get over to Percy's and we'll discuss this in more depth over there, mate. It's yeah, yeah. Take a while to figure out the best idea here. So go over so, to Percy's, start a thread. On the other one, I think. Yeah, man, should uh, I personally think you should probably just chuck, chuck them. Yeah, don't use it, man. Hope again for the next go, go again, mate. Mm. That's what yeah. I would do. That's that's what I'd do as well. I'm ashamed because I've got a couple of. I know I'm gonna have a couple of nice males come up now, and they're gonna go straight into the bin. Yeah, it's always a shame. Yeah, yeah. seeds, bro. But you know, it's a good too. Yeah. Anyway, so there we go. Let's grow guys. If you have any questions about anything growing related, then head over to persysgrowing.com and yeah. start a thread, man. Yeah. That was good too, flushing. I think we got we nailed it. We got everything there. I think everything's covered, man. But if anybody yeah. has yeah. any more questions, give us a shout. Pretty we'll go, uh, straightforward. Strain of the week then. Let's do it, lads. Monkey, it's down to you, bro. Well, see, continuing on the same trajectory I've been on for a while and talking about large yielding plants, I mean, can't believe I skipped right over one of the biggest, most obvious ones that, out there. And I think it's time to circle back around and talk about Big Bud. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, you say Big Bud, it doesn't have much of a description. And to be honest with you, I've gotten Big Bud seeds free in so many seed orders. I think I've got four different uh, breeders that have, that have sent me big bud seeds, but I've never actually grown this, this, this one out. You must but have I gone was across actually, though, right? What's it now? You must have gone across because it's crossed with fucking loads of strains, man. It is crossed with loads of strains and it also has a very similar uh, lineage as loads of strain. Uh, this one starts with Afghani times a skunk. I mean, and, and you, you go a lot of different ways with Afghani times skunk. But the thing with big bud, it's also... Uh, it's, it's been modified and updated over the years. Big Bud won a lot of cannabis uh, cup awards back in the 1989 timeframe. Uh, wow. And it was really good back then. But over the years, as breeding's gotten better and we've gotten better with genetics, Big, Big Bud was uh, updated during the war on, on the cannabis marijuana, as, as uh, Nixon used to call it. Big Bud was sent from the United States where it was bred over to the Netherlands, where it was refined and made a little bit better. And mm -hmm. they, one of the things they did is they got that THC content up. It went all the way up to as much as 26%. And, you know, when you're talking about something that was developed back in the 1980s, late 1980s, that's pretty darn good to actually be able to, to refine it up to that level and bring it up to a, a, a standard that now today is considered high THC. Mm -hmm. 
CBD on this one is very minimal. I say will always be less than 0.1%. And it is 85% indica, 15% sativa. And the thing that I didn't know about Big Bud is, is what its strengths are as far as what, what can it be used as? What is it good for? And I, I'm always looking at the medical effects because you know that's pretty much where I am most of the time. Common uses are for depression, uh, to spur appetite, to calm, in, to calm anxiety, uh, to conquer anxiety, uh, insomnia, and pain and, in, and inflammation. Uh, they say that after reading about this one that it's, I overlooked it for so long, I can't believe I did, that they supposedly recommended extremely highly for people experiencing pain and inflammation and insomnia. I'm going like, yes, yes, and yes. I like that very much. It's good so, strain, man. It's a good man. Yeah, I mean, it pretty much describes itself, big buds, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the strains, I mean, it's very typical. It's the classic, uh, you know, spires of large, long buds is what the big bud uh, will produce. And it's rated somewhere around 600 to 650 grams per square meter. And for when this thing was, was originally bred, that is impressive. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. this is out of the 80s. I think Zian has a, a big bud and white widow cross going, right? CN. CN's going to to make coffee. Must, must be making coffee then. Uh, now, but I, I had a, there was a rumor that uh, something about it, what is it now? An up, up, down, down. Fuck's sake. Left, left, what right. What happens, right. Or is it right, right, left, left? Fucking muting it. I'm muting, I'm muting it. <laughs> cough. I'm sitting here fucking shouting at you saying, I'm here. I'm fucking here. <laughs> another, another GB moment. Yeah, you got the big. Oh, sorry, you got some big buds on the run, don't you? Yeah, I've got uh, Big Bird White Widow, uh, and it's very, very nearly finished. In fact, if there was space in my fucking drawing tent, it would have been in there already, I think. Nice. It's gone a little bit over its sell-by date now. Though, right? But massive. Absolute huge. I'll get some pics when it's done and stick them in my diary. So would this one definitely qualify um, on that, lot, that a high-yielding strain then? Oh, oh, yeah, definitely follows its name on its tin. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what the, the advertisement said on every, every review I had. It said it does what it's advertised on the tin. It is big buds. Mm. They say this the uh, for the for big bud itself. You, you're looking at the flavors of uh, spicy, kind of fruity undertones with a little bit of uh, that earthiness in it. You know, that, that, I couldn't really get a good description of it. You know, every every description of flavor on strange is almost identical. You know, peppery fruity floral with undertones of blah 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 and, that, yeah. and that's all i could find on this one so this is honestly that's the reason i've never grown this one out I, i've yet to find a review with an accurate or, or enticing description of mm -hmm. what does this taste like yeah it's uh, hard yeah. to find them anyway and they're never accurate yeah. i don't know if you guys can, well, can see my picture there this is an auto big bud that was bred by a local guy here uh out in alberta i'm standing next to you I'm about yeah, that's cool. just under six huh. feet tall and the thing's up to my shoulder. And so the buds a, were fucking huge, man. That's See, about four yeah. foot tall of a plant then and that's an autoflower. You betcha. Not bad, that's man. That's a monster. Wow. The yeah. fucking size Big. of the top cola on that motherfucker. Yeah, one's about the same size as that, I think. Wow, and you grow but, yours indoors. But the, they've all fucking fell over as well. Every single bastard cola fell same. over. But okay. the only... Uh, 
I've got no issues with that because there's so much in the fucking tent at the minute that I can't get to it. And see, after hearing but, all this now, I'm starting to ask myself a question. Why have I been holding on to these seeds for so darn long? <laughs> you know how it is, though, guys. Because you, you, you ain't got you, space, bro. It, That's exactly it. It's just one of them. It sounds a bit basic, don't it? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, get some more chance, buy some more space, get some more space, grow some more. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not as exciting as your strawberry banana grape or your flipping. That's what I've got in my yeah. self. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to taste that it's one. It's coming soon, man. Coming soon. Yeah, that's exactly the reason I didn't grow this one. It's because it, it didn't have a, a nice fancy name. It just said Big Bud. Well, I've gotten Big Buds yeah. for other things, but it, it didn't say like, oh man, this is going to taste like so awesome, Big Bud. Yeah, <laughs> my big bud is lemony. That's that true. I, most outdoor weed that I get is pretty lemony for some reason. Yeah, probably uh, something to do with the yeah, I've, I've, off I've, in the sun, huh? I've got probably. a citrusy smell off mine actually. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I go in, I go in there and I cuddle me buds occasionally and I sniff me fingers just to see how they're doing. Um, and that that was definitely got a lemony citrusy off. Man, it. you know, sometimes you get that. That strain with it's like an inky kind of smell, man. There's a pungent, mm, inky mm. kind of smell to it. I've got one of them. That's sort yeah, of, yeah, I think that's more brain damage. Like, is it gets. really cheesy, that's inky really kind of smell, man? It's weird. It's funny because you know, actually, I can understand exactly what you're talking about, but I can just imagine somebody new to growing cannabis and, and never hearing that. And like, what is he talking about? Inky smell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Break open a biro and smell that ink, and that's what I mean. Yeah, that's I know what, what you it mean. Like. Yeah. I knew I knew exactly what you meant. I've broken loads of biros. So in my pissing pocket. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to crack that shit. We still got a few weeks left, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just letting it do its thing. Yeah. Which one's this? The strawberry, strawberry banana, banana grape. grape yeah. That's the seedsman one, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So that's trying of the week, man. Else. It's just about everything there. Let's well, go on yeah. to that interview. Let's do it. Anyway, the interview. Uh, this was with Joanne Griffiths. And we explained it at the beginning. Her son suffers with epilepsy, much like Hannah's son does. And uh, she uses cannabis as medicine. And it, it genuinely works for him. But yeah, uh, she really well. has the trouble of, she has to pay for this shit herself. The government won't pay for it. And she's paying it's like 2,100 a month for, for, for the medicine for her kids, man. So crazy. Over two thousand mm. pounds a month for, for yeah. weed, yeah, just that's dumb. Yeah, for cannabis uh, medicine. It's, not only like she has a family of six, mm -hmm. she's six other kids, like so, like that's such an expense on that family. That yeah, I bet you about how much it is here in Canada, but fuck me. Mm. Yeah, she says she knows other people are doing the same thing as well, but buying yeah. or, like selling their homes to pay for the medicine for their kids. Yeah. It's, why and why would Shocking. people why would people sell their fucking homes to pay for a medicine for their mm -hmm. child if it did if, if it, it didn't wasn't work. working Indeed. you yeah. know yeah. fucking crazy bad, shit man, man. it's bad it's just it's... government man you got a lot to answer for oh yeah. they do they do right, so we'll let you listen to this interview it's a good one man as they all are you know how we roll with our interviews but I hope you enjoy it we'll be back in half an hour I had to cut it down to half an hour which is so hard yeah, to do. Yeah, it, it was hard, man. It, it wasn't was easy. a long time with her, too. And there's yeah, a lot that's of good one links that we're as well, which you should check out. Yeah. That's yeah. one that we're going to have to do on the Patreon and do the full... I, I like the way you just like to always dedicate work for me to do, GB. 
It's good at that. Monkey, you want to email GB the files and he can do all the editing. Yeah. For that one, <laughs> Did you get that? Um, <laughs> the, the way he said that, the we should do this. You got that? We. Yeah, it's we collectively. We're telling Mackie he's <laughs> telling King John Mackie, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I thought about it, but it's just a mission, man. It's just a mission. Oh, would be if you and a mission. lot of the stuff we spoke about in there, you know, after the kind of main interview section was done, sort of things. Talk, yeah, you know? have to be careful. Yeah, it was a lot. It's good shit. We, we enjoyed speaking to her, and I'm sure you'll all enjoy the interview as well. So we'll be back in 30 minutes. Let's do this. So, Joanne, uh, do you want to tell us who you are and where you're from? Uh, yeah, I'm Joanne Griffiths, and I'm from Preston. Yay! <laughs> Preston in the UK. In the UK, yeah, I'm from the UK. So, um, your son, Ben, suffers with epilepsy, right? Yeah, yeah, really severe, intractable epilepsy. Oh, so, what, what does that mean? Does he have seizures every day? Yeah, he does. Um, he's always had seizures every day. Um, they gradually got worse and worse and worse up to about 120 a day when he was well. Oh. And then if he was ill, they can go up to about 300 a day. Wow. Oh, goodness, that's a lot. Yeah. When really. he was well, he was doing 120 a day. Yeah, between 80 and 120 a day. Fuck oh, me. So is, has this been going on his whole life since he was born? Yeah. Wow. wow. And he's nine now, you say? Did you say so? No, no, he's he's uh, 11. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, the poor critter. He'll be 12 this year. Yeah. So, how how is he like around the house? Is he active? What's he like? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he can move around and everything else. Um, Does he play uh, computer games and things like that? Roblox and things? No, no he's, he's mentally, he's, he's, um, he's very impaired. So, right. He's sort of like a baby, really, mentally. So he likes a lot of sensory things. And mm -hmm. he's kind of just learning again now. He's, he's be, mm -hmm. he, you know, his seizures have gone right down um, at the moment. We, we had a supply issue recently, so we had to reduce his medication. So mm. he did have his first ever seizure-free days on cannabis. Really? In his whole life. Wow, man. Uh, he went 17 days seizure-free, and then he was having the odd day here and there seizure-free. Wow. And then we, during COVID, we've had to reduce some of his medications um, due to Brexit. So, uh, well. Ooh. Bit of both. COVID, and, and then we were worried about Brexit, but Brexit hasn't been such an issue as we thought, we, we managed to sort of get a supply together. Mm -hmm. But as you know, with cannabis, you can't just go straight back to the sort of dose you were on before. You've mm -hmm. got to then build it back up again. Yeah. Right. So um, we'd reduced it back down. So he was on something like 3.6 mil a day of his, of his CBD, and it's only like on 2.2 now. So, okay. but he's only, he's only having a few seizures. He was ill recently, actually, and he only had 11 seizures in a day at mm. most. So we were like, wow, wow yeah, amazing. Yeah. Compared to the 300. <laughs> Compared so to what, the 300, yeah. When did you start using cannabis as medicine? Uh, well, we started using CBD oil in about 2016, mm. and we didn't really see any difference at all. Right. We did for his cerebral palsy. He was a lot more sort of stable on his feet. He was much happier. Mm. 
and we seemed to be at quite a good place. Uh, he was still having seizures, but he seemed a lot just happier in himself because he's got autism and lots mm. of different things going on with him. So we kind of like thought, well, that's okay. You know, we're, we're still having the seizures. And then um, one of our friends had seen that he'd been in hospital again. He'd smashed his head open and they thought he'd fractured his skull. So they had to Gosh. do like a CT oh, yeah. scan and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'd come back from Canada. He'd stayed there for quite a while. And he brought back, he, he filled, he went to the place, um, oh God, I'm trying to think where it is, Fort, it's the Kootenai Medical Tree. Yeah, so anyway, it was this um, medical clinic that he'd gone to and he filled up great big blueberry bottles full of, you know, full of this uh, CBD oil and brought it back. And Sweet, that's risky for him as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, was a fella in his 60s, he had neurological <laughs> conditions himself, and that's what they they suggested that he take, so he brought it back. Good on him. Um, yeah. He said, do we want to try this medical-grade cannabis for Ben? So we were like, well, yeah, we've got nothing to lose now. Mm-hmm. We've just got, we've tried everything. We tried something like 12 epilepsy drugs that had failed. Um, we'd been on ketogenic diet and we'd looked at surgery and brain surgery and everything and that wasn't an option. So we just thought, hell, oh. we can't carry on like this. Let's, let's just try it. So I tried it first. Just <laughs> it was, I thought, I don't want my child stoned. <laughs> right. Was there THC in this as well then? Or was there it just was, yeah. Right yeah. There, was, it- there was THC in it. And, mm-hmm. and as you tried it, what did you think of it? Um, well, I didn't get stoned. So. There you go. <laughs> and I took Ooh. quite a big chunk of it because I okay. thought, well, I'm going to try a big chunk of it and see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was all right. Right. I, I probably would have got more off a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. So I thought, right, that's okay. So we, we started him with just drops. So we gave him a drop. Uh, gave him a drop at night. To like under with. the tongue, kind of. Yeah, under yeah. his tongue, drop at night. And then drop at night, drop in the morning. And so I just built it up. Mm. And one day it was like, wow, um, how many seizures have you seen him have today? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they went down to about six a day. But yes, when I tried to increase it further, he, he went quite sleepy. So right. I knew I couldn't increase it any further without right. either reducing his medications, his epilepsy medications, or, um, you know, just staying at six a day, which was mm. still great for mm-hmm. us, six a day. Yeah, definitely. So he's taking this in conjunction with other epilepsy medicines as well. Yeah, he was, yeah. How did your doctors yeah. feel about mixing the cannabis with other medicines? Well, I just told them I was giving him some CBD oil. They didn't really. Right. I didn't ask permission. You just did it as like a mom would. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, man. Of course. Exactly. I got it. Well, I, I, when I, I told them and I asked if they could prescribe it, it was like, oh, no, we can't prescribe it yet. Wow. When was this? Dumb. That was 2016. Well, I'd asked them in 2014, then asked them in 2016. And then I asked, well, I've been asking since. Well, and then my, my our neurologist became really supportive in 2018, early 2018. He filled out all these government access forms that they had here in the UK. Okay. Um, so we filled all them out, uh, but the trust wouldn't, uh, wouldn't sign it off for it to be sent. So oh. Did they say why not? Um, I got loads of different like 
sort of answers from them. It was like, oh, people are on... We want a policy around it, you know, we want to know where it might have to be stored um, in the hospital. We need to have a meeting about it and put certain policies in place in case you, you do get access to it. So at some point you did manage to get the CBD from the government? No, no. Still no. So how do you get it now? So, so what, they, what happened was we, yeah. we just they kept sort of stalling me to the point where we ran out in the September 2018. Hmm. And um, we kind of got to the point where we had no choice but to say, right, okay, we'll take Epidiolex because he was having loads of seizures again. Damn. So we were in the hospital. He'd smashed his face again. He had a big black eye. He was in a bad way. And his seizures were like 25, over 25 minutes long, some of them. So we were like, yeah, just give us, you know, the Epidiolex, please, right now. Because <laughs> we thought, yeah, this this is going to be great. Right, anything you know? to ease, ease his pain, you know, ease his suffering there. Yeah, it's scandalous. Um, so what? we got that, and it seemed like it was working. The seizures mm-hmm. went down, um, and then literally within a couple of months, he was in hospital having three hundred seizures a day. Oh gosh! Still man. on the epidiolex. Still on epidiolex at this point. Six wow. mil a day of epidiolex. Wow! They Just... upped it when we were in the hospital. They upped yeah, it they because. Like to do that. Yeah, well, they said, well, they could see it was working, Ugh. cannabis for him, so they adopted it. So, yeah, plus yeah. That they can sell more. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, can't, oh, I can't get my head around it. No, it's so frustrating, man. It, it must be terrible for you as a mother to watch your kid go through this when you know that there's a medicine there that, that legitimately reduces the amount of seizures he has every day and you mm. can't get hold of it it's never killed anybody but they still won't let people use it for medicine it, it must be so frustrating for you what was that doctor, doctor said though what is it about as dangerous as a cupcake mm. it's <laughs> it's because it's basically free to grow and to to that's have at your house and that's mm. why is because they're going we can't make money if they're growing and making their own medicine at home. Yeah, that's right. Man. And that's that's the sad fact of it that it is dollars, money comes up is is above a life, and especially the life of a young child. It it absolutely disgusts me that mm-hmm. like his, his the medicine that seems to be the only medicine that works firm and is taken away. Yeah. And yeah. then can't give it back. That's that's just wrong in so so many levels. It makes you angry, mate. It does it, it does? does. Oh, my butt is boiling here. Well, in the by he went six days having three hundred seizures a day until his neurologist come back and flattened him with phenobarbitone. Oh my god! And um, which is the only thing that works at that point, to be honest. Mm. So I was glad that he did it to give him a rest. You just um, like to completely yeah. sedate him. Yeah, just knock him out for a few days, yes, give his yeah, brain a rest. Um, he was like swollen up. He was he was in a bad way. But they recorded these seizures. They did like telemetry, which is like a prolonged EEG on him. So they mm. captured two hundred tonic seizures in in eighteen hours. So you know they recorded them and some drop seizures as well. Um, so we have that on file. So that's good mm-hmm. that we've got all this on file mm-hmm. and he couldn't walk in the january 
um because this was the december into the january 2019 so we had to teach him how to walk again and um we ended up going we they said that we could go and see this finbaro callahan who was a professor at great ormond street but they weren't able to expedite the appointment and it was supposed to be an urgent appointment made in the beginning of january and we didn't actually get to see him till may <laughs> <laughs> So um, we couldn't wait that long because he couldn't drink, he couldn't eat. So we were having to syringe fluids into him and we were only managing to get a little, you know, not enough. You know, he was getting dehydrated. So he'd lost a stone in weight while I was in the hospital because when they put the epidiolex up, the side effects that he was getting from it got worse. So he was like vomiting really bad. He had really bad diarrhea. It was just running away from him. They thought he had sepsis. He was so ill. Mm. Um, so we thought, well, we, we're just going to have to make a private appointment with someone. So we made a private appointment at the Portland Street Hospital in London uh, with a neurologist there. And they agreed that we needed to be on full extract cannabis again. So they went away, asked if they could get, you know, if they could prescribe it. First of all, they looked at the Tilray, but there was a supply issue at the time. So we ended up going with the Bedrolite and Bedica. Right. And uh, we weaned him off Epidiolex, put him onto the full extract. And yeah, he's been fabulous ever since. Any side wow, effects brilliant. at all from that or the, the previous no. CBD? Well, bit of dry mouth but actually that works in his favor because he gets drooling he's got mm, cerebral yeah, yeah. palsy so he gets some drooling on one side and actually it doesn't really have any side effects any side of it only has benefits and that's <laughs> the thing about <laughs> cannabis you know? no side effects from the cannabis but side so, effects from the epidiolects bad side effects it's absolutely yeah. I mean, it's hard to listen to man it's it is hard for because I'm a parent, you know, I've got kids, and to think of going through something like what you've been through, and knowing that cannabis can help, and everybody's just ignoring you and just just trying to feed you off with some shitty medicine that's causing more damage than, than it's worth. It's just, it, yeah. Well, I mean, back in the 2018, I'd written to all the MPs, I'd asked for the licenses, like the other kids were mm -hmm. uh, going to get a license. I was like, well, is my child going to get a license? Mm -hmm. No. Wow. <laughs> As if they could say no. It's like, well, I'd send a letter first, but what's coming after next is my foot through the fucking door and you would yeah. listen. <laughs> Man, I swear, I don't know. Because we spoke to Hannah as well recently, and she's had the similar situation. It's, it's like you, you've you've done such a good job of, you know, expressing to the media the problems that you're having and doing it in a calm way. And I'm glad I'm not in a situation that you, mm -hmm. which you guys are in because I'd lose my fucking mind, man. Yeah, I don't think well, I'd be able to keep me cool. I think a lot of us do privately to one another. We, yeah. you know, it is fraught. It's it's been like two years of well over two years of campaigning mm -hmm. uh, kids have been on it for years you know mm -hmm. and, and i mean one um couple you know they're in their early 60s and and they've had to sell the house to keep funding their 27 year old they were on uh, radio five live today actually she was um 
on the 26th on epilepsy day, she was outside number 10 with some boards, you know, to sort of highlight the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've got nothing left now. They're, they're, they're at the end of it. They've and just nothing 60 left. years old, you know, coming to the stage of their life where they're looking at retirement soon and they've had to get rid of everything. To yeah. get cannabis medicine and probably for, you have to get it from abroad, I assume. You can't get it from UK. No, no. Well, you get it privately, but it comes right. at a cost. Mm-hmm. So how do so you get yours now? Privately. So I got it from this host, private hospital, which is the Portland Street Hospital in London. And Do you mind telling us how much you have to pay for that? Uh, now, uh, £2,100 £2, a month. I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. How much? Oh, <laughs> wow. That's that's and I suppose you don't have any kind of insurance that's gonna cover that. That comes out of your it, pocket every that month. That comes out of our pockets. That that is um the same medication that Alfie Hannah's son gets uh, prescribed through the NHS. Yeah, absolutely shocking. Exactly so, the same medication. What's the difference yeah. then between no no disrespect to Hannah and Alfie, but what's the difference between your family and their it, family? There's no difference. I think her son was having 150 seizures a, yeah. is it a week or something. Yeah, I think. But so he was quite severe. I mean, he, was, he was severe. Any seizures severe, but, he, you know, he was severe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, all, all of these kids are severe. Do you have a GoFundMe page or something to help you cover the cost of the medication? Um, no, we did. Right. But we don't now. We've been funding it now for a good for a while. My husband's father died, and yeah, so yeah. So you know. spend an inheritance money on it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's. I don't know. Maybe shocking. you should set up some kind of donations page or something, because people in the cannabis community are willing to help you. You know, and, and yeah, talk. there's loads out there. There's loads. But um, is there one for you though? Well, we've started um, an intra- this uh, a charity called Intractable. Awesome. Uh, intractable epilepsy and it's it's like a, a it, we registered it with company's house at the moment we're trying to raise the five thousand pounds to become a charitable organization so that we can try and get some grants and different things to start awesome. try and fund some of these private prescriptions even if it's just you know give them some relief for a, mm-hmm. you know six months or yeah, something, even pay you know? half the bill you know just Fast. something even how yeah yeah, I mean, we're trying to um, put it out there to some of these companies, you know, if they want to uh, sponsor a child uh, and pay for them for six months. I mean, mm. some of these big, massive companies, they could do that. Mm-hmm. They like yeah, to so. do that. Yeah, it's a they good like idea as well. In the media that they're doing that sort of thing as well. But we can't miss the main point of what we have to do is we have to get the NHS to supply it to people. Of course. Lots yeah, the well, there was a thing over the NICE guidance just recently, which is a small step in the right direction, where they, you know, they've sort of admitted, they've actually put it out there that they're not stopping, they've made it very clear that they're not stopping the clinicians now from prescribing. Okay. Um, and about the world evidence, you know, and it's really good news. Um, it's a step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still got to break down the BPNA. And, as long as they're forward. Yeah. Got That's to break shocking. everyone down, all these specialists, you know. Yeah. The establishment. Yeah. So what's going on next then, Joanne? What's, what's the plan for you? Are you still pushing towards the government to get this off the NHS rather than paying for it 
stupid money for it? Yes. <laughs> so there was two questions in Parliament last week to Boris Johnson to um, try and sort of say, look, you know, these kids need it. But he keeps on coming back to oh, the supply issue. Well, it's not a supply issue. No, it's it's the funding not. issue because if you can't fund it, Nobody the supply is no yeah. good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we definitely need um, the funds. So I think they're going to go in and speak to him. I think he, ex he accepted that he would talk um, to Sir Mike Penning and Ronnie Cowan. So I'm mm. hopeful that they'll, you know, they're going to they're going to say something to him and say, look, these they can't carry on. This mm. is years down the line. People selling the homes and selling jewellery, uh, you know, doing everything they can. Anything they can, yeah. Selling yourself, and <laughs> you know, you know, and it would be the would it be a case of when they because it's going to come eventually when they do provide it on the on the NHS as a medicine. Do you think you could start a case and be like, you made me pay this much money for this stuff, and I've spent this much, and I want to? Oh, I don't know. I never thought that. It'd be nice to be able to, <laughs> no, what, to do it or not. Try, I man, yeah. I'd be straight <laughs> on that. Well. You know, there's a solicitor out there going, oh, hold on a second. Yeah, we got a case here. We're going. You've been campaigning <laughs> you know? for so long, and you have yeah. the, the the proof that you mm -hmm. have been campaigning. And it's, in fairness, there's been a lot of other kids. It, it, they, they've all deserved the medicine. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's a lot of them that have got it where you haven't either. So yeah, it's true. And you've got to think as well. In the USA, they are giving money to people who have been yeah. wronged yeah. by the well, cannabis the priority, laws in yeah. the past, and and they're the criminal people. Never mind the yeah, people who've been paying me yeah. money for medicine for a long amount of time. I think that's something that will come after. Mm. The, the strange thing, the, the strangest thing out of this is the 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 government's what's it on the supply issue. To be honest, I mean they, they they've used that one mm. for so long with the, the, the fact that there's been no research on it yet. They've been selling it out of a, 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 a massive like yeah. uh, greenhouse in Norfolk. You know what I mean? It's 2014. It's a supply issue. <laughs> you know how much CBD we have here in Canada? That's what I was going to say. Supply issue? I mean, this is I not hard to produce. 10 kilos of distillate every day. Is this the kind of stuff that you get, Joanne? Um, this is something that I, I used to get when from one of my legal... LP companies. It's a zero THC, 10% for 10 milligram per, I guess it is uh, per milliliter uh, CBD. Just a little. No, no, it has, um, it's a 1% of THC. Hang on, I'll get, I'll get ours. Oh, actually, wait a minute. Yeah. That's what I put that earlier. Gross. Oh my god, look at that! Yeah, yeah keep them. Keep look them at my collection. Yeah. 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 yeah, I got boxes of shit too. <laughs> I'm not yes, gonna drag them out. Uh, so it's uh, 100 milligrams CBD per mil. Um, oh, okay, that's quite it's, that's uh, 10, 10 times as much. And it's 1% THC in there, so it's and that's not bedroom. You said, right? Uh, yeah, so that's called Bedrolite uh, right. from Bedrocan. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I get emails from Tilray. Tilray used to be one of my LPs, and they've, in the last year, I think, come out with this product that's one to a hundred. So it's like a hundred. It's just like that product, actually, but it's really expensive. Um, and then there's 2% THC in a 10 mil for the Bedica. 
okay. which is the THC. So, so there's there's twenty milligrams of THC per mil. Yeah, that's more than we're allowed to have in any product here in Canada. Oh, ten, yeah. ten is the max right. that they're allowed right. to put in anything one unit that's, here. That's, so. that's why it's two thousand one hundred pound a month. I'm guessing. That's, so that's ridiculous. Quite a high cost. Yeah, so you so you're paying really for the the strength, you know. Well, yeah. you pay, you, you, the medical mm. strength of it, aren't you? Because, you know, if, if you want to get something that's, I mean, if you wanted to sort of get that to that sort of level, you would have to take a lot of oil. And then if you've taken yes. a lot of oil, it's going to go straight through you. And that's yes. the thing when you get the diarrheas and the vomiting yeah, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like yeah. that, which I think is why. Right, right. It doesn't work for some of the more severe um, children, you know, severe epilepsies, the epidiolects. I think because they're having so much oil every single day, I think it's yeah, sort of running through, through them and, yeah. and it's making them yeah. sick and giving yeah. them side effects. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a distillate mm. would be more useful in that sense because it's a little bit, but it's much more concentrated. So. Yeah, I mean, some of them are having um, a product called Ball from Israel. Uh, some yeah. of the kids, uh, some some it's worked for and some it hasn't. And that was a full extract, mm. 100 milligrams per mil. But then it had mm -hmm. added distillate in um, okay. to make it up to, I think it was about yeah. 186. Cool. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. That's a good use for, for distillate. The Israelis yeah. are way ahead, that's man. The Israelis have been doing a lot of research for a long yeah. time. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. So then they added in the distillate, but I I don't change because he's well, and I yeah. don't want to see him going back to having three hundred yeah, seizures yeah. like he was when we sure. changed and tried yeah. dialect. You don't want him to see him well, having one. Yeah, you know? like it must be terrible but at least when he does, they're not like minutes long or up to twenty-five minutes yeah. an hour long. They're they're like seconds. They're just seconds long. 25 minutes yeah hour. i mean they're under they're under a minute they're about the the worst is about 40 seconds long mm -hmm. so how uh, about you how do you cope um well it's stressful it's mm -hmm. it's really stressful um it's constant campaigning it it's it's crap as shit it's just shit really is, yeah, it is. i mean you, you've got three kids that are, that are allowed it on the nhs Two of them have the same product as my son and some of the other kids. And, and they're just, you know, you're just not allowed it. Who can we write to? Yeah. To tell them about this, to be like, we've heard about this case and we think that it's wrong. Yeah. Who can we write to? Do you know? Um, the head of the NHS, the, oh. uh, the Department of Health and Social Care, Boris Johnson, Matt Hancock. <laughs> Anybody that listen really? Yeah. Who can we write to nice, that might actually nice, read actually, it? Yeah, nice yeah. guidelines. I mean, the Professor David Knott did um, a study on, um, and some of the other guys from drug science did like a study on our, all of our kids using the oils, and took you know our data and collated it, and we, you know it's. I think they're just adding to it constantly, adding mm. to to this uh, study. Yeah. With all more kids that come up with epilepsy. So it's, um, I think it's about 95%. I mean, Ben's 95% um, seizure free. Wow. You know? That's just amazing. Mm -hmm. It is so, crazy for a plant. Yeah, it's, 
for yeah from a plant and on some days 100 because he, he still has seizure free days so that's awesome man <laughs> so um we want to make sure that people go and man i've forgotten again because i've got short-term memory problems <laughs> <laughs> uh, infractable.org uh, yeah is is um you know we're trying to raise the five thousand so that we can start helping um you know helping some kids mm -hmm. and the other is um end our pain you can go on there and you can support all these families um by writing to your mps and awesome any letters that they put out there, you know, and ask, sometimes we ask people, can you support us? Can you share some of the posts, you know, and just get it out there, the word out there that we really do need the help. Mm -hmm. We need some change, you know, we, we need the money. We need a fund yeah, yeah, for, sure. for these kids, yeah. And I hope our listeners will go out there and do so. Share your post, donate if they can, send a letter specifically about Joanne's case as well, you know, yeah. send a letter about that because this woman should be paying £2,000 a month for fucking medicine. Not a fucking um, chance. No, we shouldn't have to. It no. should be free, you know. It should be free for all of these kids that are... I mean, it's not that many. It's about uh, something like 150 kids, 250, 200 throughout the whole of the UK. Yeah. Uh, taking full extract oils. So, you know... So it obviously works. Stressed. They're not taking it for no yeah. reason. Mm. Yeah, they're not taking it for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah the parents wouldn't be paying that sort of money um, at all. They just wouldn't. They wouldn't pay it. No. You know, um, why? Why would you sell your home if it didn't work? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You wouldn't, would you? Who, who in their right mind is going to sell their their home, their four bedroom home, mm. right? in london and go Ooh. and live in a little flat that they can't have their kids around anymore right who's going to do that if it doesn't work mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't work yeah they're not they're not no. you know this medicine makes a difference to their children Massive and that's difference. why that's why they're doing what they're doing you know so sad you know i heard so much today just speaking to you about it's just like maybe so fucking angry the injustice is unreal you know. it, well, it makes me angry. It makes me sad. Mm -hmm. You know, so, some of the things that go on, like the little girl going into intensive care, that mm -hmm. made me cry. You know what I mean? It's it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. The the stuff that's going on, and they know about it, and they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. They they're prepared to, I think, stand back and wait until someone yeah. dies, and that's really crap. Yeah. Shit. Really. Oh. No, my husband's on to feed himself. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Poor> fella. <laughs> but honestly, you skin and bone in a minute. It has, it has been a, a, an absolute pleasure to to talk to you and to hear Ben's story. Um, on my behalf, I know the lads would feel the very same. Oh yeah. yeah Thank you. Well, you thanks know. again for having me on. Yeah. And we'll put this out on Sunday as well. Put this out on the Sunday show. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds cool. good. So I'm going to make all so nice thumbnails and shit now. So cool. Thanks for joining us, Joanne. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. And Thanks for having me. hope to speak again soon. Nice speak to you soon. Thank you. Right, bye, -bye. bye. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm waving. I always wave. Yeah. Always waving. <laughs> always oh, waving. He was really nice. Maggie, yeah, you cool. were going to have such a hard job fucking editing that down into just 30 minutes. We are back. Higher on Homegrown 10p4. I hope you all enjoyed yes. the interview, man. 
There's a recent one as well, so you all remember this one, lads, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, this is only the other day. Yeah, that was an awesome interview. I, I enjoyed, but got enraged talking to her because, like, it's, it's the same old story. You know, mm-hmm. not not to take anything away from her specific story, but fuck, like, when are these governments and all these people that can make a difference gonna get their shit together? Yeah. Make it but the people who can make a difference are us, man. Us, well, everybody. I, I mean, the politicians and everybody panel. that needs yeah. to sign the fucking paper and that's they, it they'll listen to us if we tell them more people are hiding too much because you know it's scary for people to come out as a cannabis user when there's still laws against it mm-hmm. but as things change more and more people will come out and it'll be like a, a tidal wave of yeah. um it, you know exponential more, growth kind of thing we need more public stories like joanne's mm-hmm. that's what we need we need more emotional like man i was nearly crying at parts of that interview yeah yeah, yeah. that i had to physically yeah. mute the mic because i couldn't you know yeah. that was it's hard to listen to man horrible, it's horrible yeah. listen to that poor child imagine going through that it's just yeah. scary to think of and then having to pay that ridiculous amount of money for medicine yeah. for your child as well and of course as a parent if that was the cost then you pay it man you pay oh, it yeah medicine, you're gonna do what you gonna do, matter man. how much it is you know mm. yeah Exactly. It's shocking that she has to bear the, that burden on her own. You know, we live in a fucking in a society for fuck's sake. People shouldn't be bearing such a burden on their own for their children. No, especially in the fucking in the UK where your NHS mm-hmm. is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. in general. You know, and they do provide it to some people on the NHS. That's, yeah. that's so the fucking why, thing, why not to her? Yeah, really, fucking she wouldn't have qualified for for whatever reason. It's stupid. Yeah. Three other people in in her region yeah. like are fucking on this thing, you know. It's just oh, yeah. It's a, but you know, we need you guys if you can to donate to her calls at Intractable. You know, yeah. I've left the uh, the link up in the text there, intractable.org.uk. and they're trying to raise money um to five thousand, I think it is, and then they mm-hmm. can declare themselves as a charity and start accepting donations and things like that but they need to get to a certain point first so you know the community needs to help them so if you can if you're one of our listeners or you know many of our listeners can go and just donate whatever just to help out the cause that'd be awesome you know and there's endourpain.org as well where they have email addresses where you can contact the mps in the uk to let them know you know we think this is wrong we we want you to start looking at cannabis if you can you know if you can't don't expose yourself security is always number one yeah, yeah, but sure. you know do what you can right. to help the yeah. community progress fingers right then, so yeah uh, like and share the show with hashtag high on homegrown as we always say yeah. at this point because the screen reminds me but, yeah. if you <laughs> want to follow ja, you know, joanne joanne yeah um and uh ben is her son's name boisterous ben is uh the twitter handle and I think it's the same, is it? It Instagram? is the same on Instagram. Yeah, yes, there yes. is. There, there's videos and pictures and things. And you actually see the difference that the medicine yeah. Yeah, yeah. puts to this child. It's absolutely you know? amazing. It, nah, and nah, that's not I don't believe you. Enough. It's all anecdotal evidence. Don't believe you. You no evidence whatsoever about cannabis works. Absolutely none. Yeah, make money on it. Yeah, we need more studies. No money. Good day job. Mackie's an MP. Yes, I'm I'm about to run for parliament. Everybody, I have to say this shit just to get in there. But once I'm in there, they're all fucked, lads. All fucked. (laughs) Sorry. Once once you're in there, you'll conform to party line, mate. Oh fuck that! I don't conform to anything, man. Politics. Okay, they'll be shafting you up the ass with flipping pigs' bladders and shit. 
<laughs> oh, I might conform to that. It sounds kinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might like that. All right, so there we go. That's the interview. I hope you enjoyed it, man. Check out the links and do support if you can. And, mm-hmm. and you know, just go and like their social media pages and share that. That's even enough support. Just spreading awareness is always a good thing. So do that. You know, you share their info, share as, tell your friends about the show. Do that too. Mm-hmm. Bring your friends. We like more listeners. Let's do what the fuck was that. And here we go again. Episode 40. 40 sounds have been played. I wonder how many have been identified correctly. We should do that count. Anyway, CN, this is your section, bro. Yes, yes. It's that what the fuck sound again. Um, nobody managed to guess last week's, which I, I, I kind of thought people would get it as it goes, because a lot of the guesses have been damn close. It is definitely a gas flame. But you have all missed one particular gas flame. And it's a massive one. And it creates this yes. kind of noise. No. When you light your fart? No. <laughs> that was a long-ass fart. <laughs> Let's no. play the sound. Let's play the sound. I, so really sound. Know what the fuck we're I didn't hear about. the sound. So yeah. Here you go. I'm going to listen now. Is it a, a windproof lighter? Oh shit! Crematorium, uh... <laughs> windproof lighter. <laughs> That's a big fart, man. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, that is a big fart. Um, you know uh, the the the, the <laughs> gas rigs and the the, the, the what sits where they've got these flares on top to burn off the excess gas as a pressure yeah, we have valve. Mm-hmm. All over here, man. That's what it is. I've never Ooh. been that close to one to be able to hear it. Yeah. No, <laughs> nor have I. I'll watch one on Me YouTube. Either. Interesting. It's a very big Bunsen burner. They're fucking huge, man. Yeah, the flames. Yeah, I, I, that was my guess as well. Husky Bunsen burner. It's a very I big Bunsen burner. If you stick a test tube above that, I don't think you're getting your hand or your tweezers or your test tube back. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do this week's sound. Let's have a quick listen to that. Did you hear it? Sounds to me like some kind of space talk, you know, like that was the first person in space, I the last it. astronaut who got floated <laughs> out by the Russians. And that was his last message to work like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Do you not reckon it was the dog? Laika, maybe. Yeah, Laika. Laika. It's Laika, man. Pronounce it properly, it's Russian. Okay, sorry, I'm not <laughs> Russian. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like from the UK. We pronounce everything wrong that's not UK-ish. But am I right there? No. No. Oh. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man, so take your guesses, everybody. I'll play take it. Take your guesses. You'll know what it is. On, yeah. on, on Percy's Grow Room, because they don't really mean shit on live chat on here. Sorry, guys. Yes. I'm, I'm just ignoring all of them, even if somebody gets it right. Yeah, I'll play it again, Matthew, so uh, everybody just be quiet for a second. It's like, it's really dark. Time's moving really slowly. You can hear him, listen. It's really dark. Time's moving really slowly. Did you hear it? <laughs> so what the fuck was that? Go and tell us at PerseySquareRoom.com. Is that his Might win something. Yeah, maybe. Oh, the noise that Zian picked out. Do I win? 
Oh, the what? Where? Mm-hmm. There was a noise that you picked out, so I win. Technically, is correct, bro. That's right. No, I'm not listening to your technically he was correct bullshit anymore. <laughs> well, actually. Like, if people don't get what's inside my head on the next lot, they ain't getting it. They ain't having shit. <laughs> okay, then, everybody. Are you ready? <laughs> the tangents. Oh, here we go again, man. Every fucking weekend. You forgot the timer. Yeah, I'm trying to change this for the season two. Don't worry, everybody. So it's going to be 23. Oh, no, don't do that. Well, you realize Wrong button. you could solve that problem by actually having two timers on your machine. Oh, no. right there, you know? Click, 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 click. I'm still suffering from like fucking uh, anxiety click, click. the old PC. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there we go, 20 minutes. It's like if we click anything, would it go down? Everything works fine on this. But I'm just, you know, PTSD, man. Yeah, 10 seconds gone. <laughs> 10 seconds gone. Cryptocurrency, everybody. That's about all the introduction we need, really. What the fuck's going on with crypto? TG's got awesome. a piece of crypto, don't you, TG? A little bit. I wish I had a lot of bit. Yeah, I bought uh, $17 Canadian worth of Bitcoin back in 2017 in March. And if I still had that, I don't because I withdrew it for some bills because I was poor uh, a while back. I still am. But I would have like five grand crazy off of 17 bucks i still have 500 dollars off of that according yes. to my thing but it's it's there i've withdrawn it and i've paid for real things it's a lot of people give it shit because it's like people think it's an investment thing which it can be and at this point maybe only for rich people but i like to think of it for what it was originally kind of brought up at, at least the way i understood it was a, a peer-to-peer way of exchanging goods um a non-decentralized currency, essentially, you know, I don't have to answer to anybody. If I want something, I can give somebody something that they value for the thing that I need. There's, that's it. And that's right. Parsons does have a Bitcoin address. If you would like it, let me know. I think (laughs) if you actually go to Parsons and search for Bitcoin, you'll find uh, the Bitcoin Mm -hmm. addresses there. Yeah. I I bought Litecoin, I did like a fucking cunt and then, and Charlie Lee, (laughs) Charlie Lee left. And and since then, Litecoin has just been fucking dead, man. Dogecoin, that's another one. Or Dogecoin's Doggy fucking coin. gone huge. My kid was going on about Dogecoin like three years ago, and I'm like, man, if my kid's talking about dog, it, man. that's mainstream <laughs> shit. You should be investing in that if your kid's talking yeah. about it. I was like, now nah, fuck, it's a phase. And now look at it, bastards. I got some Digibytes as well. Digibytes is a good one, which was coming out of Australia. Australia started using it, but I got some of them, and I think that has potential. We'll you know what, what happens? There's so many now. Um, there was a news story here in Canada about the Bank of Canada is going to release their own version of a digital currency. I don't. It's not like a Bitcoin, I don't think. I don't exactly know what it means, but apparently, like, obviously, and they've been saying this since the beginning, the big banks are kind of frightened of this because, like, once people start using it and, like, like the decentralization thing about it, like, they, they there is no middleman, essentially. So the banks aren't going to make any money. So... It's interesting to see some of these guys coming out with their own versions of, or at least that's what it sounds like of it, um, or trying to mimic it. Even though Bitcoin, like I say, is is a bit weird now because, because it's you so know, fucking expensive. But. Do you know what I think, right? Because nobody really knows who created Bitcoin. They say it was uh, Satoshi Nakamura, who was just yeah. it's just an alias for the guy who built it. So it's completely decentralized. Nobody really knows. Yeah. But you know who I think it was? Uh, Elon motherfucking Musk, man. <laughs> now, well, serious, right? Look at all the things that he's done. And he, you, people forget he created PayPal. 
And it was around yeah. the same kind of time when Bitcoin came out. So maybe he was making this thing PayPal, but then he came up with the idea for a cryptocurrency that's not decentralized <laughs> and let it go. Because <laughs> that's the kind of thing he does. He wouldn't give a fuck if anybody knew it was him or not, as what long was, as it was out there. What was his big buy recently? Come on, Elon just bought a bunch mm-hmm. of Bitcoin. What, how much? Yeah, like 1.5 something billion or million. Yeah, it was just an outrageous number. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can buy Tesla's Bitcoin now, can't you? I think. Yeah. That's fucking. I don't think changed. so there either. Oh yeah, he's ridiculously no. rich. Yeah. I I I just I disagree. I think Bitcoin is a fucking farce. Oh gosh, no, mate, no, it is oh, future man, It's it's man. A, a future my hole. When they hit the button and the fucking, they all fucking yeah. launch oh, these nuclear weapons and so plunges back it. into the dark ages, yeah, which yeah. will happen eventually. All your Bitcoin <laughs> is going to go down the fucking swanee. Yeah, and so is ninety nine point nine percent of everyone else's money. Nobody has a big pile of gold. Gold and silver, my man. It is the only way to go. You see, this is is what some people don't realize is that the currency that we already have is also, well, it's like, it's not like cryptocurrency isn't based on nothing. It's it's based based on on tangible, tangible, fucking hard, solid. No, it isn't, mate. No, it isn't. It used to be. You can't go to the bank anymore. Is there? There's not that much gold out there. No, the gold standard's gone, man. That way in 1937. It's gone, but it's fucking held and it's kept in trust as such by the government. Not in the States, it isn't, man. Isn't that? It's only, it's only worth something if it's worth something to somebody. Yeah. It's, and it's not going to be worth anything to anybody if it's got no value in the flipping, like, industrial world. The dollar I mean, is pretty now. much called the petrodollar, and that's the world currency, right, which right. is based on oil, oil reserves and how much oil is worth. And that's what it will fluctuate. Which is also from. fucked. Yeah. Which is I don't fucked, want to yeah. get into conspiracies because that's a different show, but that's... I've read a lot of things that say, you know, Iran and uh, Libya, the reason that the U.S. went after them is because they have so much fucking oil that they don't really need to participate in the petrodollar regime. And they, yeah, were, and they wanted to sell in a different currency. Right, they didn't they want to sell their oil their in dollars anymore. Yeah, and that Which is things. feasible. But yeah, mm-hmm. then they went in and fucking got Gaddafi and made Iran yeah. out to Maybe. be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Bitcoin yeah. is, a, is a disruptor for sure. Because like, mm-hmm. fuck, you go anywhere in the world and someone says, yeah, I accept Bitcoin and I got some Bitcoin. I can buy shit anywhere. No yeah, currency yeah, exchange, yeah. no fees. It's it's deep, like very, very minimal. fees, yeah, man. Well, comparatively <laughs> large amounts. It's uh, and that's all it is. It's just, just an agreed upon thing. No, it couldn't because it's decentralized, man. It's on everybody's PC. Assuming the whole Internet doesn't go down, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever that Which means. is not likely. Well, not necessarily not likely. You look at all of the doomsday scenarios, that's pretty much what Yeah, but again, look at what Elon Musk is doing, putting uh, the, what's them satellites called? Oh, the Skylink? Yeah, Skylink. And then if if they do fucking drop loads of nukes or EMP us, it's okay, man. Them satellites will be fine. We'll still have internet. It's not good having internet if you don't have fucking electricity. You'll have the satellites, but they, will they connect to anything? And will they exactly? Will they work when they fucking when the power has gone and they have to? And try why would the power go? Because nowadays, you know them, um, the solar flare thing, the EMP, uh, coronal mass ejection, that can happen yeah. at any time and wipe out electricity, like it did in Quebec. I think we spoke about that at some point. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah, we nowadays do. won't happen because the the infrastructure and the, the, and the technology is a lot more advanced. It, it, it wouldn't yeah. even blow the ship. Most likely, everything will keep running the same, even mm. if it was a strong one. Depends. Oh, uh, well, it's a man-made pulse, or is this uh, just a natural pulse you're talking about? Man-made pulse that it can be blown. Mm. Mm. It's, it's not only that. There's so much that we energy. don't understand about the cosmos, about everything that we we think we're the dogs bollocks and we know everything yeah we don't no. know fucking jack shit when it comes to the majority of stuff yo don't be putting links up and as my amps in the chat bro what the fuck why not can a moderator remove the moderator's comment please but <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, no, honestly I, like I see you. see the oh, that's very good to be Bitcoin, no, I, when you yeah, think no, about it, it's not tangible. Like, if you have cash or if you want, like, invest, invest in something like, like, I, inv- I, I go for stuff that physically, you know, is going to increase value. Like, Rolex, a Rolex will only increase in value, it won't decrease. Never wear it, it will cause, will net that. you a tidy, tidy sum. Yeah, but what if I wouldn't fucking pay shit for a Rolex? I don't Would you not? Fuck. I will yeah, quite happily yeah. pay fifteen grand for a Rolex now, and it's all about what you want. Thing and they tried to do this with years. diamonds, right? I used to work in the diamond industry, and you know, the, you can buy a piece of gold, and that has a, a value. They tried to do this with diamonds too, by putting two diamonds, flawless, whatever the quality was of them, because there's a set, there's an objective way to grade diamonds. But the thing is, is diamond value is extremely subjective, and it's really up to the buyer. Um, for you to find a buyer that wants to pay that much for it. It doesn't have like an objective value, kind of like we think of as gold, whereas you can go anywhere and, and you can't really barter with the price of gold, but with diamonds you can. And I, I feel like that's kind of the same with, mm-hmm. with um, well, in the same sense as, as Bitcoin, like you yeah. can, it has a value that most people, and I think the more people that accept it, the more robust that set value will become. And it'll change, of course, just like the price of gold does, but it'll still be a feasible way to do transactions, mm. you know? This new NFT thing, you've seen that? With That's a lot of talk as well, to be honest. Yeah, it's one know. of their fads, I don't, I don't think yeah. it will last very long. Mate, did you see that fucking chick over in the UK, was it? She sold a fucking house for a couple of fucking million. This virtual house that oh, she's yeah. an artist. Yeah. Gucci and, made and, some shoes. Yeah, I make pictures, yeah. man. I'm nah, sure yeah. you, I should make some NFTs, some cannabis mm. NFTs, right? man. That's how that shit five mil, bro. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but <laughs> or, or no, was it five five? Sorry, it was five hundred thousand. Is what she sold the for five hundred okay. grand, and it's the owner has the choice mm. that he can build this house in the future. Uh, what uh-huh. are the panels price prediction for Bitcoin this year? In a short period of time, like you can, it can be really volatile. You can't really be sure what Bitcoin's going to be this time next year. But in 10 years' time, it's going to be worth over that million, for sure. I have no fucking doubts, man. It will. The more and more people will adopt it, it will become more and more stable. The price will fluctuate less and less. It will become an actual currency that people use day to day. And think about how much commerce we do digitally now. Right? This isn't the 90s anymore. Like Things have changed big time. Um, I, I watched South Park last night, and it was... Uh, the fuck was the episode oh it was the the canada goes on strike and mm-hmm. butters makes that what what in the butt right at the end of the video where stan and kyle give their little spiel it, they tell this is in 2008 this this episode came out and they talk about 
while the internet is fucking good, it's not a viable way to make money. But sometime in the future, it's going to be the the you know the the infrastructure is going to be there that people yeah. can make money because they go into that room and all the Star Wars kid and all, all the famous uh-huh. people are there, but they haven't made a fucking cent. Now you can though. That's yeah, the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, That's right. Man. I don't know. Things are changing. Things are going right? to be completely different in fifty years' time. Yeah. It's like the early days of the internet, you know, say the year 2000, the dot-com bubble and things like that. Yeah, remember? You know, there's only certain I amount do. of times where these bubbles last. And if you don't get onto them at the right time, then you're pretty fucked. I mean, if you bought Bitcoin 10 years ago and kept 100 of them, fuck me. You'd be oh. so rich right now. But 100 oh, Bitcoin back then was 10 now. pence, man. It's fucking nothing. Holy shit, eh? <clears throat> back you know? then it was, you know, I used to play Diablo 2 and I was part of an online community called D-Trades. And we traded in Forum Gold which was essentially a currency that was exclusive to D-Trades, but you could use it to buy items in the game. And you could actually spend real money on this currency to then go and buy real items in the game. So I don't think Bitcoin is too much of a stretch from that kind of model, right? Mm -hmm. And especially for my generation and people who have already, you know, grown up doing that. Like, that was one of my favorite things about playing that game was the commerce aspect of it and, and finding currency like runes and SOJs and all that kind of shit, right? It's all just agreed upon value. And I did make money. I sold shit for real fucking money on that game. So mm-hmm. it's it, it works, right? That's you just got to find the buyers. Mm-hmm. And the more people... Well, the more it's people. like uh, content online is just like game content, downloadable content. Kids are buying it all over the place. My kids spend a fortune on like hats their character can wear on robots yeah. and mm-hmm. a certain store dumb, they can but, carry you know, around. I'm not it's just kid, like toys, so. isn't it? It's like the, it's yeah. toys that they play with instead of having the physical toy that, exactly. like we would have had. They get the toy on their device, man, and get to play a bit yeah. through that. It's just cool, whichever, right. whatever fucking makes them happy. But that's the future, man. And there's going to be a currency online which mm-hmm. will be used by everybody. And, you know, Bitcoin is going to be the one, man. It's like Bitcoin is the gold, like Bitcoin is the silver, Ethereum is oil. But that's it. It's moving to a cashless society. Absolutely. Mm. Well, it's uh, it's uh because that's what they want us to do. They want us to go cashless. But if we go crypto, Bitcoin, then it's anonymous cashless. They want credit cards and all that shit. Fuck. You know, and this new digital currency that the Bank of Canada is coming out with. I'm sure that's just. Well, it's it's a centralized currency by a central bank, so of course it's the same old shit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to be taking fees. I'm going to you know all that kind of transfers, blah blah blah. But with Bitcoin. In the UK, if I'm in the Philippines, if I'm in Saudi Arabia, it doesn't fucking matter. Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. There's nothing. So as long as people want to take it, I got to buy shit. You know? mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, I don't know. But, you know, if, if you've got spare money, but you're willing to lose because it might end up to be fuck all, then do just buy a little bit of crypto. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy small, tiny yeah. percentages of Bitcoin. You buy five as well for Bitcoin from certain sites. You know, you just buy what you can when you can save it up because <laughs> in 10 years time you i mean look at bitcoin 10 years time you, you would told somebody 10 years ago bitcoin's going to be worth sixty thousand yeah. dollars they're going to be fuck you crazy disclaimer man. uh we're not well, what's to say, and these are forward-looking statements so it is it is well, what's <laughs> tell me what's to say that the price won't plummet yeah but look at the odds man look well, at the odds it, it happens all the time <laughs> The you say if it becomes market, worth a I mean, hundred times more than what it's worth now, were you willing to take that bet? A hundred to one odds. Well, it's, it's like because the stock look, look at the price difference, cycle. man. 
It's well, I, I, I go, I, I look at just in the last, I look at the, the, the last thing that like low people pump money into their pensions and things for, it was all the building say, it was all the craze a couple of years ago. And when that all bunched and went tits up, people lost houses, people lost fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Because they, and they lost their entire futures. This, savings, w- would you just be looking at it as an investment thing no, or as no, just no. gambling? As a play, Look at it's gambling. Gambling. Play, it's, like just... it's high risk stock market, man, mm-hmm. which is already high risk. Like that's mm-hmm. what it is. People mm-hmm. shouldn't look at it like a long term investment that you're going to get rich and have a pension on. Like, no, it's like. It's if it does turn out that way, cool. You but see, that's the way not. I look at things. I look at things that what is going to accumulate me money, which I know will either accumulate or what is going to go towards. If you, yeah. I do that with everything. Yeah, everything. Just that old saying, man, the fast buck does not exist. Anything which it makes money takes time. It does take time. You that's know? what I was saying. I, I prefer to invest the likes of, say, five grand into a would watch or something that I know nah. is going to which you're going to increase in price by 10% in the next 50 years but that's the thing quite you know, possible like if... yeah depending on what type depending on what type watch it is mm-hmm. depending if on what I, if, well... if this, <laughs> gonna... everything will have its niche and if you get the right perfect thing and you right. know but look in hindsight gone. for what I had you know I bought literally 17 canadian dollars because they took it was 20 that i put in but they took a three dollar and 33 cent fee Ooh. so i only ended up with actually 1777 deposited if i was like i wasn't thinking forward i was just buying it because it was like oh there's a bitcoin atm down the street i'll go try that but there were people at the time that were really heavily involved in thinking of it like you're thinking to make money and if i was of that mentality couldn't you make the argument that at least in the hindsight of three years that it's been or Four years now that I've, I've had mine couldn't that have been the same type of like planning that you like to do or like you say like you like to do because bitcoin now is worth seventy five thousand canadian when i bought it it was worth 350 canadian dollars so if i would have been a financial analyst i could have argued that i knew and then had a good investment right because i could withdraw it for a fucking lot yeah and it hasn't crashed yet. Like it did go way up and then it went way fucking down as we we're going to And then it's gone crazy again in the last year. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe some people did predict that. So could you not say that they did invest in it smartly? Really? Just to play devil's advocate. I do. Know. I know what you mean. But I, what I was saying, I was going to give you the example of just going back again to the watch. I looked at a dude. He was a Vietnam vet. He bought a watch in seven in nineteen seventy four for three hundred and forty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Never but just posted our uh, everything to it. Our Bitcoin seven hundred grand, lads. Seven hundred grand. Yeah, is what that's that just an agreed upon value because there's a lot of people who think Rolexes are worth a lot for some reason. Beautiful there's a lot of nice watches out there, but buy Rolex. Watches. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Rolex, to be fair. It's not because it's it's I'm flipping. It's the same as anything, though, and it's price, man. It just depends on it. anything is only worth something if somebody's That's willing good. to pay that price yeah, for it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I, it's the same thing with diamonds, you know? As a geologist, diamonds with shit inside of them is worth a lot more to me than flawless ones. But if you go mm. to a jewelry store, you'll never find a diamond with stuff inside them. 
because that's worthless. Man, so, a fucking a gram of weed is worth pennies to a home grower, but to somebody who doesn't have any weed, they'd pay 50 quid for that shit. Right. You know? <laughs> I spent, I took, I spent five grand on a fucking watch before, like. Yeah, that's no yeah. surprise. 50 seconds left, lads. So nice crypto, oh, are you all invested? I've, I've invested. TG, you got some. ZN, you got yeah. some? No, thank you, mate. I'm, I'm GB, poor. you got some? No. Poor people are not allowed to have Bitcoin. But you know what I will do? I will buy 100 quid's worth of... Do it, man. No, just, buy something just for the crap. As a gamble and see. Yeah. Monkey, you got some. Oh, I did, man. Very just little. Um, I usually more as a, as a disposable currency. I buy it and use it for, you know, to buy stuff online, mm-hmm. international stuff. And the more people that can do that, the... More it'll be it taken up, you know. Sure. I mean, it works really well for that. Send us Bitcoin. The address is there. Send us Bitcoin. We like Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cryptocurrency, man. It's always an interesting one. If you got a spare though, invest, but don't expect to fucking get anything. It's just play yeah. money. Don't invest and expect to win. Truth or spoof. Fail. Truth or spoof or spoof. Yeah, man. So that, I enjoy crypto anyway. Truthful spoof. So I was thinking this week we'll do an Easter one. Uh-oh. But yeah. then Easter was a bit shit, so I didn't go with that. <laughs> It'd be very Jesus orientated. But, I was going to say, there ain't much you can fucking do for Easter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hang on. Wasn't that bloke resurrected? The Easter bunny comes from Germany. True or false? He came out of his cave and like disappeared into the, the the land of nothingness where nobody could see him ever again but knew he was there yeah fucking so uh last week when we did it it was short to the point nice and easy for people to remember but they were difficult too so i thought i'd try and stick around that strategy i got it keep it wrong man really fucking simple i know it was funny as well when i was doing the edit it's like coming to truthful spoof and it was like oh it is easy and at the yeah, end you got it wrong and you said these gutted. are the difficult ones i was fucking gutted man I Absolutely. Remember what it it's, it's you and you're changing little bits oh, again, man. You're that's what I'm supposed to do, bro. That's what I'm supposed to do. It was fucking funny. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. It was good when you started it because when you started it, you were asking yeah. like legitimate questions without changing any shit, so I could yeah. answer using right, okay. the fucking thing I've got in my head. Now it's just knowledge. knowledge. I know what you're 40, saying. On episode yeah. forty. That's three truths or spoos for 40 episodes ish with Mr. Couple. But that's what three I've got wrong. 120 <laughs> questions I've had to find for truth or spoof. It's a little difficult now. Oh, shut up, you know, <laughs> fucking. But check out these ones this week, Zian. I'll let you go first. Okay. <laughs> you see that slidey screen, everybody? It's cool as fuck, right? Wait till, wait, wait until oh, season yeah, two. Mean, yeah, I see that. Question one Hillary Clinton and Celine Dion are related. The Great Wall of China is longer than the distance between London and Beijing. The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. What's Boy, it going to be, Zia? True now. or false? <laughs> Those are pretty fucked, man. Fucking <laughs> <now>. <laughs> You fucking trolled the internet for these fuckers, didn't you? Shit. Oh, man. Come oh, on, let's do got- it, Zia. Bollocks, got no idea on any of them fuckers, so I'm going to go number one fake. <laughs> any any explanation why? Yeah. Uh, None whatsoever. No explanation at all, man. Just a random guess. Just a random guess. Okay, then. Yeah, goes for number one. TG, what are you saying? 
I'm in the same boat as as ZN there. Uh, that's some pretty random shit right there. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I I figure maybe number three because a unicorn isn't real, so therefore not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland, I don't know. Scotland's got some weird shit, probably. I've never been. So. It's true. You've never seen deep fried mass bath, man. Uh, oh, we have those here, yeah. They're savage. Yeah, I don't like them because they're pretty fucking, you know, deep fried. He's saying, TG, come on. Come I'm going to go number three. Number three. We can't let him get a, We need a, a spread again. Monkey, you're next on the list this week. What are you saying? Oh, gosh. Hillary Clinton and Celine Dion are related. How closely related? I mean, me, my <laughs> God. They what is it like seven They share one gene. Four times removed or something. We're all Great related. Wallet, China, all Adam and Eve, you guys. This is true. London to Beijing is a long damn way, though, man. So is that Great Wall, though? No, I don't know, man. That's that's a long way. It's all curvy and shit. Now, the, I had a, I laughed. I was muted, but I was laughing out loud when you read three because I'm going like, damn, Wales has got a dragon on their flag. Why the hell can't Scotland have a unicorn? So I'm going to let that one go just on just on that preference, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, why the heck not? Um, I got to say, number two is not right. That's just yes. so darn far. Full spread. And number two for you, monkey? Yeah, two. Okay, and GP. We say, bro. Deciding oh. vote. I I would <laughs> probably go with number one. Sorry, which one? I, I get, I'd say number one is <clears throat> false. I don't think. I think. I know, I know for a fact. I know for a fact that the unicorn is the national. Um, and oh, for fuck's sakes. Yes, <laughs> it is what gives on the, the royal coat of arms. It's not have. even a real animal. Where the uh, fuck is there a unicorn? The dragon is for Wales, the unicorn is for Scotland, and the lion. Even I know that, and I'm fucking Irish. I don't even know um, national animal. At least we have a. And you should bird. know that too, Tease, because that fucking animal, that, that, that isn't he on the fucking the royal Scottish coat of arms? Has a unicorn and a lion on it, if Maybe. memory serves. What the fuck would I know um, what that looks like? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go, and I know the Great Wall. The Great Wall is very, very long. Right. It's a lot longer, I think. So I'm going with question number one. I think Hillary Clinton and Celine Dion Sweet. are not related. Okay, yeah, so hang on a minute. What? What? What do, you mean, what do you mean by it's very, very long? Actually, I think it's a bit longer. What does that mean? <laughs> I, th- I think, I very, think it's, very, very long. I think it's bigger, man. I think the Great Wall of China is longer than that. Okay, right, so well, we've got Bunda Taker for number two, and Podge is also saying two, Jockey Chan on three, Gone on three, Twisted Jockey Chan. Jockey three. Chan. Yeah. No, he's changed his mind. It's I was going to say, one. Mrs. Oh, he said number three against... is correct. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The says number two. Okay, everybody, let's reveal what's going on here. So, the first one. That is true. It is Pat, the unicorn, aka dickhead horse, is the national animal of Scotland. The dickhead horse. Yeah, it's dickhead good. horse. Yeah, and it, I don't see why uni- unicorns might have been real, man. It's they you know, I've heard it somewhere before where it said it's far more likely that there's gonna be uh, a horse with one horn on its head 
than a, a 14 foot tall horse Bagging. with a, a long fucking neck, you know, like a giraffe. <laughs> you know, them animals don't make sense. Uh, I think a unicorn makes more sense than a giraffe does. Yeah, where do you think unicorn poop comes from? I only seen yeah. unicorn in Harry Potter, and Voldemort was drinking his blood. We just haven't <laughs> found them yet. Yeah, they're in the rainbows. Really? <laughs> and the rainbows have all but disappeared. <laughs> so then, the truth number two. Are you ready, everybody? The, the suspense. The suspense is killing you all. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm good. I'm me. Bang! The Great Wall of China is longer ah. than the distance between London and Beijing. Yeah. That's fucking long. Bro. Well, I, that's, that's what I was saying. That because you see, I've flown over to the thing so many times. And I know the distance is only like fucking, it's like five, a little over 5,000 miles. Is that all? Right, That's right. all it is from, for, because when you fly VHI or thing, you always fly through London when you're Must flying to Portland. So everything starts from there. So you see, as you're flying over, <laughs> it ticks away the miles as you go. And I'm a real geek and I watch that shit. I knew, and I it says knew. the crow flies, though, not as, you know, Why? all the transfers and shit. You had to go fucking to Vancouver and then get on another plane, and then that's like more kilometers, right? Well, of course, then. That means... <laughs> then it's more. The end wins. Ha ha ha. And like I say, you're better off just guessing sometimes. You've got, you got just as much chance with chance than you have. Oi, don't, just... <laughs> do not deny my flipping victory, you. Uh, Cody is actually on the count, man, and he's going to let us know in the next few days, possibly by the end of the week, the true, true for spoof tally. So we'll get to you see just if episode two names, 20. Yeah, well, no, I was on some sites, and it I was like, uh, Are they random, friends, maybe, funny, true or false things, or something like that. And I found a quiz with 50 of them, and three of these were off it. So, and one of them was the Clinton is- and Celine Dion are related, false. It was like, Okay, random. I thought the randomness throws them off, and it did. So. <laughs> but you see, as I would have said, I know Clinton's, Hillary's ancestry comes from Scotland and England, as far as I know. And Celine Dion's is French. Fuck knows. So, well done, everybody. But well done again, to those who got it right, and unlucky to those who got it wrong. We'll have well, one more true or spoof next. So week. you're saying that there's absolutely no common relative between these two? No, I think some uh, sloth back. Yeah. back about six million years ago. Nah, click the link. Adam and Eve, man. Click the link. You know, click the Come link on. in the chat. <laughs> raw ribs and have you guys searched that they related? I did. I've been searching. What you said is wrong. I said, well, wait a minute. Let me look at this. <laughs> Let me check this. Famous yeah. kin, famous kin. What, what's going on? You read it for us. Uh, family relationship here. Celine Dion is a ninth, ninth cousin to Hillary Rodham Clinton. Piss off. Oh, <laughs> so am I, mate. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew there was a bit of cousin. stash in there somewhere because she's a, Mac, a McDougal. Yeah. <laughs> Ninth cousin, like I said, you know, it's, it's a, that's a stretch. Like I said, well, how far back yeah. we're gonna go here? Yeah. And that is related, internet, though, I mean, you are right. It, so they'll give you a hundred <laughs> generations back sometimes, man. But then, so yeah, so technically, all of them. Exactly, oh, it's it's, it's null and void this week. I don't think ninth cousin really counts, man. Ninth cousin is shit. Like that's an actual. Man, it counts. Oi, listen, fucking half your country's your ninth cousin. 
You know, I want to see the 23 and me score. That's what I want to see. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It depends how many generations we're going back to find related to, you know. Anyway, we're getting off this session. Stone of yeah. It's not truth or spoof. It's truth or spoof, not tangent for the next 20. I'm saying. <laughs> do, do your random Google searches. Oh, look at that. Swipe across the shit. screen again. Swish. Yes, man. Super cool. Like a curtain. Yeah, there's loads of new cool stuff coming up with the... Uh, the uh, season two, fuck, nearly broke shit then. Season two, episode four twenty three. It's gonna be sweet. Good weed. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do. You know where you talk, man. Where the cat talks. I wanna. I got a thing to say, man. I was gonna say it, but I forgot yes. it. What are you saying, TG? You got some stone quotes for us. <laughs> yep, I do. Um. So as a kid, uh, I'm old enough to have had an eight track player in our car. Yeah, we would drive around to the lake and shit. And one of my mom and dad, or mostly my mom, uh, her favorite fucking eight tracks was uh, Steppenwolf's second album. Right. So number five on that album, I don't actually know that. I just Googled that. I'm not that fucking nerdy about it. This is... um, number, <laughs> number five is is a legendary uh, weed. Uh, well, it, it's about definitely about weed. And I don't well, know. To be wild like, is about weed. No, not that one. That's a classic too. No, this, one, <laughs> this one's "Don't Step on the Grass," Sam. I'm sure everybody's heard it. I right, hope they right. have. No, no. Oh, you should. Yeah, it's a great fucking song. Um, and it's yeah, kind of all about like um, basically the media back in those days. You know, making marijuana smokers out to be shitty, and you know, stoners and hippies and stuff, um, and convincing people that. Uh, weed is bad and this guy and the song basically saying fuck you um mm -hmm. in its own way so uh, the the verse that i really like is it goes you waste my coin sam all you can to jail my fellow man for smoking all the noble weed you need much more than him you've been telling lies so long some believe they're true so they close their eyes to things you have no right to do just as soon as you are gone hope will start to climb Please don't stay around too long. You're wasting, wasting precious, precious time. time. Oh, yeah, man. I reckon I remember that. Yeah. Ah. Mm. I'm actually listening to it here now, and it's a fucking classic, man. Yes, you know, it is. Yeah, it's I actually do know the song. Everybody probably knows the song. It's one of yeah, them. I'm sure they do, but yeah, when you hear yeah, it, it's, you know. it's one of my favorite weed songs of all time, and it's it's poignant in 1968 when they released it, yeah. as it is fucking right now. So, uh, Get the fuck off the grass, Sam. Fucking hell, it's as old as me, man. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice, TG. Nice. Let's yeah. do this outro. Here we are. On the outro. Let me turn this intro to tune down professionally, slowly, like this. There you go. Yo, it's the outro, everybody. Thanks for joining us, man. I hope you all hit that like button and subscribe if you're new. And this week, try and share the links with your friends and get more people listening. We want to grow. We all like growing. Don't forget to ring that bell. Ring that bell. Ring, ring, and the ring, session ring. on Friday is whether we, we could do the sessions now on Friday. The session will be streamed on both channels, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. Playing the ass thing. <laughs> this week, unfortunately. Oh, that's all good, TG. But we know yeah. this session's just a chill thing, man. It's not important for everybody to be there and shit.
it's really important. It's really important. Things are going very nicely. We we just hit them thirty thousand downloads, which is fucking sweet touch. That's pretty nice. I like. Yeah, that. no, that's actually cool, isn't it? When you mm-hmm. think about it. Mm. Up, people, man. Like, assume yeah, it's a, a couple repeat downloaders, you know, but uh, still, yes. I've downloaded the same episode twice. But you know. and don't forget <gasps> the, the Bitcoin address, man. The Bitcoin address. Yo, here's that Bitcoin address again, everybody. Uh, agreed, Slayer. You can ask me if you want, yo, but <laughs> if you have Bitcoin, send Percy Bitcoin. Percy yeah. likes Bitcoin. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like Bitcoin too. Just Bitcoin. Oh, I'm going to yeah. click that just to see what it does. It does nothing. Doesn't do nice. anything. You have to you enter just into need the to, field. It's, yes, some wallet address. Yeah, it's a two from that your. Do you even crypto, bro? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> a couple questions and it's gone. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll speak to GB about doing the editing on that big on the big <laughs> ones if you like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I'll, I'll sit down and do. It. Yeah, give it a shot, man. See, because yeah. it's it's time consuming work, but it's good when it's done. You know, but it is time. She said we will. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Yeah. So there we go, man. That's high and homegrown this week. It's sweet. It's been a good night. Let's, rocket let's end up this stream. Exactly. It's not rocket surgery, bro. Intro tune. Activate. Outro tune. For, but it's the intro tune and the outro tune. Ah. So I just turn it slow like that. You just play it backwards, couldn't you? That's exactly. You wouldn't have got sensei. It's sweet then, everybody. We'll catch you next. We'll catch you on. Thursday, Friday, 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 or Friday, Friday, Friday for the session, or next Sunday for episode 41. See you there, everybody. So long. Everybody say bye bye. Bye bye. Have a good one. Have a good one, y'all. Release. Release, peeps. Bye bye. Toodly pips. How can you do that one? Toodly fucking pips. Shit. Oh, yeah, have a good turn now. Come back. Thank you.